0: pretty banging. Yeah, girl. That was pretty banging. I don't know what Technically, that was the best one you did. That's what he's saying. Well, let's, let you
1: wanna solid. hear it? Welcome to the A Little Off Track podcast, recorded on Cherry Street in Galesburg, Illinois, with your hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Biebenauer, and Mandy Balser. Kyle and Audie Rowetter join us for episode six of A Little Off Track. They are two parts of the band The Goodbye Race. They're both artists in many fields, but most importantly, and what you'll hear come through in this episode, they are siblings who love each other dearly. Please enjoy episode six of A Little Off Track. I I feel like
0: a lot of people that have been on this podcast can walk. To the podcast studio from their house. Mm-hmm. I
2: know Audie yeah. uh, can. I don't yeah. know if you did
0: today,
3: but. We did it. We thought about it and then we did not. Yeah, I foolish,
4: Kyle, are you that foolishly. close to
2: Foolishly. No, unfortunately, I, I'm, a, a, I'm a yeah. Southsider. You're a Southsider? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
4: I know that Audie can because Audie and I are neighbors, and during my uh, neck incarceration, <laughs> I would walk home from the podcast.
5: It's a nice little yeah. jaunt. Yeah. Nice. What is it yes. like to be Ted's neighbor? Is he rowdy? Hey, don't,
4: is, don't tell her about the bathroom window. It's fine, it's uh, fine. Uh, it's fine. the telescope. most
3: excellent thing I've ever Aww. experienced in my life. No, seriously, I think one day, one of my friends is a cop, and he showed up outside the front door, and Ted comes out the back door, and he's like, hey, I so saw the cops were here. It's like, yeah, that's just my friend. What are you uh, guys up yeah. to? Yeah, Cops yeah, are here. Yeah, this yeah, must be yeah, good. Yeah, I want in.
2: Having me as an older brother, she was accustomed to the cops showing up, but they were always looking for me. They weren't coming to say hi.
6: That's true. That's
0: true. In the long history of this podcast, yes. all six episodes, we've never had a brother or sister.
2: Duo. I know
5: I love oh, wow. it. Oh, I love siblings. Wow. First Hi, for everything. We no. love
2: siblings too because yeah. she's she it's like a literally a built-in best friend. It's the coolest it's thing true. ever. I oh, thought you
3: right. were gonna say she she's is. like a
4: sister to me. She's
2: like a sister to <laughs> <It's> me, true. <laughs> truly.
3: Yeah. What is this yeah. it?
0: Is there more of, of the Rowetter uh siblings? Uh,
2: we we have a 14-year-old brother um who was adopted. Yeah. Um yeah. so so there is technically a third. Legally a third rower. If yeah. he
0: gets if he gets in a row
2: band, then that'll be right. Has he been yet, dude? Dude, we try like we played uh, at Ragged Records over the weekend. Yeah, for uh, during for record store day. Yes, and um and I, I I I took him him with, and um he immediately walked in the door and he said. He said, "Oh, David Bowie's playing over the speakers." <laughs> oh. gotcha. So, so like, so I think like at minimum, like he's being raised right. So yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, so yeah, 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 His, you know, his, uh, his musical uh, interest is there. I don't know so much about his ability, you know, to, his play ability to play an instrument, yeah, yeah. but yeah. that's yeah. pretty great. What is but the age difference between you two? Uh, there are twenty three years between wow. between. I was We're, actually like. Yeah, I was like, between you and Audie? Well, there's six years oh. between oh. me and Audie. Wow, you look really good. I
7: don't know, really I'm aging yeah, gracefully. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah, you look
2: good, You've never seen 55 look so good. <laughs> Uh, six, yeah, six years. Where do you between buy us. your yeah.
0: face cream?
2: Yeah. And uh, yes. <laughs> oil
5: of Olay for the win.
2: The, oh, he's oh, a he's absolutely. a barber, of course. the secret is not smoking.
4: No, the dude yeah. had like a, a golden fiddle. Made some sort of deal. It, that's where. So it there's all six lies.
5: years. So there's yeah. six,
4: six
2: years between the two of us. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. Okay, so was there a stage where she drove you crazy? Um, he th- says that there was a minimal amount of
3: time where he was annoyed by me, but <laughs> when I was a baby, I was great. and then when I got older,
5: I was great too. So yes. yeah, oh. I have a sister who's seven years older than me. I have three <laughs> older sisters, and the one who's seven years older, there was a time like we loathed each other. like I lived to torture her. I stole all of her things. like I spied on her like I just wanted to annoy her and she wanted to murder me <laughs> and now we're best friends. So I mean, you guys clearly got there sooner than we did. So good on you. Yeah. Audie,
0: without laughing, said, "I was good when I was a little kid, and I was good when I was." Old. And she just went right
2: off. Yeah. <laughs> she knows she's been hearing it for years.
3: Yeah. See, I'm always like adapting, you know. So when he was like annoyed by me, I was like, if I go in there and I'm quiet. And he won't ask me to leave. And you can
2: listen to the cool records. Yeah.
4: I I can totally relate to that, actually. Uh, When I was just a wee lad, uh, my oldest brother and I, Corey, we shared a room. And I remember waking up in the morning to, like, Quiet Riot. And, I mean, uh, not saying that that was good music. For us at the time, it was the music. But, like, just going... I don't know What this music is But my brother Seems to enjoy it So mm-hmm. Yo, and, We got a lot of stuff like and that
2: And I know Corey And, and You do And uh, I met Corey At Christmas time oh, And yeah. we had Cut my brother's dude, hair At
4: Christmas time we
2: hung out For like an hour and a half Because he is the Freaking <laughs> coolest Yeah, he's amazing So so I understand Why you were taking leads From him right. How I had just met the guy And I was already Like eating out of his palm he That's is, so good. He's
4: an awesome dude I, I want to let you guys know Like right now uh love you brother by the way uh he is a bicycle Tour guide in New Orleans. Mm, That's his new gig. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, he's knocking it out of the park. I know when he was home, I think that he was about to transition
0: into Mm -hmm. that. This dude knows every corner of the French Quarter.
4: He does. Like, the whole city. He is a cesspool of information. Yeah. And that, I mean that in the nicest possible of cesspool (laughs) ways. (laughs) The good kind. The good kind of cesspool. (laughs) But like, I think you would just be happy to know because he was in transition. Transition in flux at that time um, was a bartender for many, many years. And like the kind of bartender that you would go into and you'd be like, dude, I'm having the worst day ever. And he'd be like, Pericles, I have the worst day. Yeah. And like lay it out. Yeah. Just such a brilliant guy. And I could not imagine having a better uh, like tour guide of New Orleans and on a bike. Like, you rent bikes from this company, and you go out. So, the two of you you Uh, go down to New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And he promised the next time he comes to visit, he's smuggling home seafood, and I will be invited over. All right. So. So. Fantastic.
4: Absolutely, because every time, usually every time that he comes up, he'll bring crawfish or oysters And we did a crawfish boil in the garage at my parents' house one time. And
0: finally, he's smuggling something he won't get arrested for. (laughs) (laughs) Wait.
4: Well, fantastic! It's, you only have to smuggle it when you come on the planes. When he drives up, that is most excellent. But yes, come on over. We will eat and uh, be merry. It is a great time. Fantastic. So, So
0: you looked up to him. You peeked in the room. You knew he had uh, uh, cool music. There were cool posters. You wanted mm-hmm. to do what he was doing or be a part oh, of that? Absolutely. Audience?
3: Absolutely. I think... Um, because he was also always in a band. Yeah. So, um, he was always like, oh, you want to go to this show?" I was like, "Sure." I'm like 13, you know. Um, but I would not have good musical taste if it was not for him showing me, you know, like what he was listening to or. What he was, you know, playing in his bands and stuff like that. So, while I am the golden child,
6: <laughs> um, I will
3: say, Julie, have that noted there. Um, I would not be the golden child if he did not help me. Become the golden child. That's so
0: great. Yeah,
5: you paved oh a wide <clears throat> path yeah. for her
6: to come. Down. <laughs> she no, <is>.
4: basically what <laughs> she was saying she is, she truly he is. was a dick and like destroyed <laughs> shit when he was younger. Like, half, and, like it, you yes.
2: became... <laughs> half my friends were petty criminals. It happens <laughs> when you grow up listening to Seven Seconds and skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, like chances are you're gonna vandalize something. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Most of us have made good on that now. You know, at yeah. like 40, we're like mellowed out. But her crew from Gil. Ellsburg? Um Kyle? Uh, from the mean streets of Oneida, Illinois. Oh, nice. Okay. No, yes. oh, no yeah. wonder. It's
0: where family originates.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Still some there? Um still our our, uh, our grandfather, um, by the grace of God that he doesn't believe in, um, is uh <laughs> is, is is like uh turning 85 and still mm-hmm. um still kind of kicking. And uh and he actually is like a big part of the reason why either of us ever even developed an interest in, in not just like music, the that arts. Was, that was our grandma, but, mm-hmm. our, but the arts, man, like my grandpa, like dude, the dude still like until like two years ago was still doing theater. Really? That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Really?
5: That's so cool. Dude,
2: Homeboys got like two union pensions. He retired from United Steelworkers and then you, uh, then the, the UAW, he spent 18 years in after 20 years with, with steelworkers And he's uh, got American steel in his veins, dude, he does. And like the man would like, would like come home from like, you know, a 12 hour shift and like pick up a, uh, uh, pick up a script, you know, and, and, and study his lines. And, you know, was still, yeah, still, still doing theater like into his eighties. That
4: is so unlike me. (laughs) <laughs> like, I fake my way through eight hours of work, and then I come home and I'm like, I'm so exhausted.
5: I can't.
4: It's, I can't. It's a different generation, man. Yeah, I, that's yeah. awesome.
2: Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's, that's it. That's actually,
5: yeah. when I first met you, Audie, was mm-hmm. through theater, because your mom was doing the costumes for Moon Over Buffalo mm-hmm. at the Sandberg Mall when yeah. they had turned Holy the movie crap. theater into a theater. Yes. Oh, I remember so For a short time, yeah. 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 And My wife
4: did a show there. Did she? Yeah. Yeah,
5: it was a real experience, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was. But you helped with the costumes, and you were, like, young. I mean, were you yeah. 15, maybe? I, how old
3: was I? I think I was, I was probably, like, 17 okay. or 18, maybe.
5: I was in the show. Remember you were? Eileen? I was the young
4: oh the oh young gosh. pregnant
5: lady. Yeah. Yes. George, I am pregnant.
4: You were pregnant. a 13-year-old pregnant lady?
5: Yeah, pretty much. This it was a scandal. So I mean, At 17. She, yeah. she does
2: come from O'Night. <laughs> oh right, yeah, of course.
5: <laughs> Which is actually kind of old to be pregnant, so. <laughs> No, wow. so that is how I knew you but I didn't know that yeah. your family had long, like long mm-hmm. loved theater. So yeah. yeah.
2: Um, um g- like um sincerely going back to like the 70s um uh, uh when grandpa was like working at Gale in like the 60s and early 70s um he that's when he 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 began theater and our mother got a very early start as well because he taught at Gales because her dad. Uh no no he uh worked at Gale Manufacturing. Oh yeah, Gale, Gale products. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, my yeah. dad and my grandpa too. Yeah yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. He so I'm gonna I'm gonna show my dumbness, my dumbity. What's feeder?
5: Feeder. Oh,
2: what's feeder? feeder. Feeder, feeder. Feeder?
5: He feeder. theater. Theater,
2: Theodore. Yeah, Boy, you know
5: what? You really showed it to you. Showed him. My <laughs> man. God. Yeah. All right, I me Dumbness, yeah. your oh, no, hearing he like, problem.
4: He came and home a- and he did feeder, and I'm like, no, is theater. that like an that you did? Yeah, it was an app in the
5: <laughs> 70s. <laughs>
4: '70s. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bless a,
5: your heart. I'm a
4: douche. Oh <laughs> bless gosh, your heart. Bless yeah. your heart. <laughs> well, um, we we love <laughs> to
0: uh exploit artists on this show, and that's why Kyle and Audie are both on the show. Not we, not we just because they're brothers and sisters. Them, yeah. Well, technically, the, the announcer will do that at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's right. It'll yeah. just kind of roll yeah. right yeah. into we it. Have yeah. We have announcer. a lady who does that. We have a lady who does that. But I know, here's what I know about uh, Kyle Rowetter. Uh, first of all, Glory Days Barbershop on the, not the first thing, but uh, uh, just to throw things against the wall here, uh, on Cherry Street and Simmons for, gosh.
2: 10 12 uh, years yeah now? I, I, yeah I've been working in that that location for 12 years now and i've this is the 10th the 10th year of of being the uh being the owner of said establishment oh,
0: and as far wow. as i know Kyle uh been in bands for at least
2: all of this century. Um, literally since I was 11 years old.
0: Yeah, so 90 what?
2: Uh, 97 is when I started playing in my first band with um, with one of my childhood best friends, Jake Sutton. Yeah. Um, who who I've like played in bands with on and off literally since we were 11 years old. He
0: was in a band called Flutter, right? He was. He was in a yes, band called Flutter. That is where I first heard Kyle Rowetter's name because uh, when I, I, was, I was doing some filming with them, we were in the back of a van. Uh, and Jake was rolling a joint, and, <laughs> and, to, and, to and I said, Jake? I turned around and I said, "I said, so how many bands have you been in, Jake?" And he went through all of his bands, yeah. and in two or three of them, he said the name Cairo, and he said all the, the yeah. members. Who he said Cairo and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I finally put it all together. Yeah. So, um, in playing, yes. what picked up a guitar yeah. in
2: '96? Um, so, so I actually took my my first. Um, formal drum lesson in the basement of Fletcher's Music in like 1991, I, I want to say. I that was, was like... your first love? Drums? Yeah, I was like f- five years old, and um, and Isaac Triplett um, oh, was, wow. I just, and still to this day I think is like the coolest guy in the world, because he is, and, uh, but but started taking formal drum lessons with, with Mr. Triplett, and then when I was six... Um, I bought a Kramer Striker um, guitar at a you yard not? sale. Well, my grandmother oh, right, um, <laughs> for uh, for yard forty dollars, and Bruce Nelson um, gave me my first guitar lesson at age six in the basement wow. of Fletcher's Music. And Bruce told me, like years later, um, because he's continued to be like a very like big and positive force in my life, literally since childhood. He's wonderful because um, Bruce is the man. He's, yeah, he's like a guardian angel, really. And, uh, but Bruce told me like years ago, he said, you know, like your hand was like barely big enough to fit around the neck of that guitar. He said, but your right hand, man, your rhythm was like so, was so on and you could strum that guitar real fast. I knew you'd be a punk rocker. That's great. (laughs) He knew right there. First grade, baby. That's so awesome.
6: Hey,
4: uh, by the way, Fletcher's music, just for people who don't know, Kind of like an icon of Gelsberg history for people of a certain age like mm. us. Some, uh, and some
0: of our favorite musicians started out working there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yes. when
4: I was a kid, like down on Cherry Street, if if you know Gelsberg at all, it's right across the street from uh, Cherry Street Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And like you would walk in there and that smell <sighs> of that place, like there was just something about it uh i tried to play guitar when i was a kid did not do very well with that at all so we returned the 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 guitar uh i ended up on saxophone which was really good for me had many lessons down in the basement of that place And then when I went to band at school, like they're like, like, We got too many damn saxophone players. You're a trombone player now. I feel (laughs) that. And that well, yeah, and that was like the last time of I'm a malt.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah,
4: did you get thrown out of what you wanted to play for something um, else yeah
3: so like when you go into school and they're like oh what in do you want to play for band and i'm like i want to play the bassoon and they were like okay she <laughs> so should start small because the bassoon is really big and i was like cool and they're like I was like, so, like, oboe? And they're like, how about clarinet? (laughs) Uh, A clarinet does not translate into a bassoon. (laughs) But I did get to play the bass clarinet, and that was the the best thing that I ever got to do in high school because the regular clarinet is stupid it is stupid i hate it my daughter
4: my daughter plays the sax and she's like all the clarinet players usually they're talking like a group
3: yeah they, they are and like the worst part was like i wasn't very good at it and so then like these like young younger kids were following up after me in high school and then like Okay, this freshman's going to be first chair and I was like, okay, and fuck you too. So, <laughs> cool. I was like, you know, I'm going to go sit in the back with the French horn and play the bass clarinet. So, take that. With the French horn? Yeah, cuz I sat next to the French horn. So, it was great. <laughs> Wait,
6: what,
2: what was your like early exposure to like um uh like curmudgeony like like punk rock uh coming from me like the genesis for your general like (laughs) attitude in in the the band room at school i
3: mean it's possible i was also upset because i was like you know uh, clarinet i was like i'm gonna play the drums my band teacher was like no you can't and i was like yes i will so then so then i got i
6: wanted wanted to be just like
3: kyle because he can play the drums and then Kyle was like, she to play drums. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's because, that was one of my annoying years, I, I
4: think. Mean, was, yeah, like, yeah I those was like, were annoying years. Like the wholesome version of Jerry Springer yeah. right
2: here. We're going to get these two out of and, Rest in yeah. power, rest Jerry Springer, today. In- <laughs> yeah. Today.
0: Did you? Are you just saying that because you? Did you hear that today? What he happened? passed away today. No. No. Yes. Yeah, okay. Good. So
4: I saw some stuff on Reddit today that was like all kickbacks and throwbacks to Jerry Springer. Yeah. But I did not know that it was because he died. Yeah. Can anybody oh. in
0: the room admit that they spent a little time watching I the Jerry Springer it? show? I'm yeah. raising
4: my hand right now. It raised yeah. my
0: blood pressure, so I couldn't. I just got anxiety watching. It was yeah. too. There was 30 people on stage throwing chairs at each other. I just every once in a while, but I not did not the invest. later
5: years. But you know, in the beginning, it was so. Shocking. and no one had ever seen anything like that. I mean, really...
0: But most of it was manufactured, no, right?
5: No, b- it was. But in the beginning, we didn't know that. Yeah. So it was like, what's happening? You better turn this up. You know, Kyle
2: Jerry Springer, a uh, 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 big big fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um I, I mean, like truly, truly, like he was like our generations, like Walter Cronkite, but for like absolute garbage. Yeah. You know, he was like he's like the most trusted man in America for yeah, smut. So yes. you knew going in, it's bullshit anyway. This is just a lot of fun. Well, to... We we actually we have a we have a cousin. And, um uh Matthew that 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 lives in in uh Corpus Christi Texas who, who is um one of my grandfather's great nephews and he he was actually like on the Jerry's Springer yep. show in the 90s. No! He, he like came to visit and he like only came to Illinois a few times in his life and he stayed with us for like a week because he got to go to Chicago, got a free trip. Yeah. They made up some like crazy story and it was it was wonderful. Okay, so
4: wow. your grandpa was on feeders <laughs> Your uncle was on Springer's. Well, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need the next iteration yeah. of family member that's done something
2: nuts. Uh, no, uh, our family is collectively insane, so it's, it's cool. It's true. Awesome. awesome. Yeah.
3: awesome.
0: What, so when did you transition? By the way, uh, the Goodbye Race is a band that's been around for uh, about uh, two, three years. Two years, three years. Yeah,
3: something three like years, that. Three years, I think.
0: Audie Audi plays bass. Uh, Kyle writes uh, uh, songs and plays guitar. Yeah, and, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, it, well, it was always like, um, it, like all the coolest bands in the '90s had like a girl playing bass. Yes. Obviously, I mean, yeah. like uh, the bangle, I love, yeah. the, I saw that tour by the way. The t-shirt you're
0: wearing. Yeah. I the sat in line.
3: Five dollar yes.
0: tickets at not the Canopy Club. What's the other place in the? Uh, it might have been. Ben Stomberg sent me down. He said, I got to work. You're going to go get Pumpkins tickets. I stood in line. They were five bucks a piece. And we saw that tour. Yes, it was wonderful. I think it was the Canopy or whatever other venue is in Champaign.
2: I had a ticket to see the Pumpkins on that tour in the Quad Cities. So we we have a cousin who's who's 15 years older than me. So Tim's like 52 or three now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, 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 he's handsome age, <laughs> yeah. but like, but, but was like, like the, you know, the kind of like the generation at, uh, like ahead of me. Right. And yeah. like, and Tim builds, um, like he's like a world renowned hot rod builder. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like that's, he's been doing, this is like the 30th year of strange motion. Mm-hmm. But like back in like the eighties, like Tim, like a uh, raced the BMX. He, he still races BMX. Um, he builds like million dollar cars, mm-hmm. but then also races bicycles with children um says it's just what he's always done balance. he's a rock and roller yeah. And yeah. on wheels yeah that's it that's yeah. it he did yeah.
3: for a short time also have a tv show he did so. he was
2: on tv for a while too wow. yeah we do have like a famous kind of a famous cousin which is yeah. which is kind of cool in that's addition okay. to now our, i'm
4: starting to doubt them a little bit. oh dude it's, it's <laughs> great it's
2: great. well there's like you gotta consider there's like enough like hillbilly blood oh, okay. like in us <laughs> that like that like strange things happen before you know? we
4: go forward and i don't want to stop your story anyone on moonshiners
2: uh, nobody on Moonshiners. <laughs> I have had two separate groups of friends on A and E's Gangland, though. Uh, uh, cops. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about cops. Man. I had a niece. I'm sorry.
4: I'm sorry. Listen, <laughs>
0: niece, niece, <laughs> from this big. So, oh, um, no, 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 no. Um, MTV's oh fanatic. Yeah, she wrote in to meet Jewel. I'm not kidding you. So she got to fly out to Montana. They they took her to this farm, and here comes Jewel riding up on the a white horse. And that was it. That was the episode. Oh, wow. She got to meet Jewel and spend the day with her. Oh my that
3: gosh! So MTV nice.
2: fanatic, yes, Jewel.
3: <laughs> Ted Hanson, you've always
2: style. been like a rock star to me.
0: I didn't meet her; my cousin and, did. But like,
2: but like, you you might actually have a true rock star in your family, like like Grace by Jewel, like the Queen of Canada, basically. Yeah, do you love her, basically, dude? I love Jewel. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, yeah. she is. That oh.
0: I hope she really did live in a car
2: and was a nomadic as she and She
5: 1000% did. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. why we all fell in love with her. She yeah. It's like, kind of like
2: why we fell in love with Jim Carrey, too. Also, yes. like a great Canadian, very charismatic, and yeah. lived in a car.
5: Yes. And he's really returned to like this place of transcendence. He's Have wonderful. You ever like watched yeah. anything he, he's done lately? I can't see. Not, movie-wise. Not movie-wise. movie wise. Not movie wise. No. Like, yes. yeah. Art yeah, absolutely. and just like the way he's talking about um, consciousness. And it's really like, you expect him to like break into some weird face. Yeah. You know, because he can do all that, but he's like dead serious and he's just totally in the spiritual. At almost
0: 60 years old. I think Jim Carrey has found some, some peace. Absolutely. Yeah. You can see it. He wears it. There's hope for us. Yeah. 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 Right. (laughs) Right. By the Only way, uh, so I don't know if it's the first album, but the Goodbye Race just released a, a full length, yeah. Uh, yeah, which which is awesome. It's a blast. Was it a blast to make, Audie? Yeah, yeah, I
3: enjoyed it.
0: Tell us about how you're in this band, and because your brother visited, in did you ask, hey, um, could I be?
3: So um, one day I'm leaving work, and um, I have a voicemail from my brother on my phone, and so I'm listening to it, and Kyle's like, Hey, so, yeah, um, I'm talking with the boys um, for the Goodbye race, and um, we really need a bass player. So, yeah, we're um, a, a band practice is, like, you know, in an hour. So just uh, come by, and um, I'll put my bass guitar in your hand, and you're just going to learn how to play it. Okay, see you soon. Bye. Okay, see you soon. Bye. So that is how... Um, finally, after you, you know, fifteen years. That? No, wow.
0: that is wonderful. Wow. Yeah, you strapped it on for the first time that night at that. Practice. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah, did.
5: Yeah. I did. But and you loved it. I love it. Yeah. yeah, But
0: drums and other training, kind of, you kind of probably fell into it after a little while. I good. did,
3: you know. I um, was trying to learn the violin for a little bit, and I was doing a pretty good job. But also, the violin's not doesn't have like the same setup as the bass either. But um, I mean, definitely being able to read music, I think, helped me to understand what a scale is, and you know what and the strings, strings are supposed to be, yeah. and all that jazz. And I've picked up a guitar before because there's always been one at the house, um, and I have definitely picked up. Kyle's bass because I used his um, in the beginning um, you know several times in the past but uh, yeah it only took him 15 years to like ask me to (laughs) finally be in a band with him were you nervous
0: now I know you're not uh, the type of girl to walk in and be nervous with a group of guys but were you nervous because you never play bass and you got these three Um, other musicians I
3: think I was like oh no I don't want to play the bass (laughs) 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 oh darn it I can't believe you're making me do this Uh, okay what's the song the song
2: fall in love with it immediately oh yeah yeah Uh, uh,
3: immediately yeah Yeah. it was
2: like the like i've never stopped having these like proud like older sibling moments like it began when she was in like sixth grade i was like a senior in high school and like i came home and she had like found her way into my cd collection oh yeah and she was like listening to the smiths um like at like the family pc and i was like it fi- I finally that's made great it. Yeah. I, I finally won like if you get the 12 year old into morrissey this is going to be great <laughs> <laughs> and so so she, this she
4: explains she, a lot neighbor oh uh, it? uh,
2: it's amazing and she's like she's never stopped like since she was a child has never stopped like 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 unlocking these like moments as like an older sibling that like is also like into art like um uh unlocking these like these like moments of like of, like, extra pride and satisfaction,
0: Well, and it's great, and almost like uh, a father in that way, the way you told her to do that, a father would do that. Like, you didn't ask her. You just said, come on down. Yeah. Put it on. You knew it'd be
2: good for her. You knew she would love it when she got
0: there. Yeah, yeah. I love
2: the way you did that. And everybody loves Audie because she's just literally my favorite human in the entire world. She's pretty great. And it just so happens that, you know, like, we, like, Shared DNA, yeah. That's so, true. so it's that's like, true. so it's yeah, like, like, like I mentioned, having a built-in like best friend, and it's, it's, it's incredible. So there are like, there are like things we've always been able to do where we don't even have to speak. Sometimes we just kind of like telepathically, like, yeah. It's, it's probably because it's probably because she and Dad used to watch like Star Trek all the time. Yeah. Definitely. So we just like mind meld. <laughs> okay. That like, is wonderful. Yeah. All right,
4: seven.
3: Um, so, uh, <laughs> some of my favorite moments are. um being your sister, you know, is like the times that somebody will come up and like shake my hand. I'm like, oh, you're Kyle's sister. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I am. Who are you? Do you I, even get your I'm, name oh, out? How do you know things. what I look like? I mean, we've never met before. But also, I really enjoy those moments when people are like, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, I just had this moment the other day. I was helping with costumes out at Sandberg for um, um, Othello and uh one of the guys was like oh yeah i need to get my hair cut oh, i like go to glory days and i like kind of turn around i was like oh uh, who you know who cuts your hair and he's like oh uh you should go to this one guy but i think i have to go to kyle i was like oh cool yeah that's my brother that's he's awesome. like no it's not <laughs> yeah yeah no that's my brother that's my brother but like i love those moments because sometimes people have met my brother know the kind of person that he is and, like, the things that he's interested in, you know, horror movies and the music and the tattoos and all that stuff. And then they, they I say that I'm his sister, and they're like, oh,
6: oh. that
3: <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. And I was like, now you know why I'm so cool.
2: <laughs> now you know why I'm so cool. Yes. Uh, my, mind you, Mind you, my darling baby sister has, like, a giant tattoo on the side of her head um but also like you know um has like a bachelor's degree in like performance arts yes. and uh like um still like for like almost 30 years has like has danced like ballet and like um that's still like a very important part of her oh, yeah. her creative her creative process um she just yeah happens to have a giant tattoo on the side of her head and yeah. um is way tougher than anyone i've ever I was going to say mm-hmm. i
5: remember seeing pictures on facebook and thinking jesus mary and joseph that had to hurt right? yeah yeah so yeah yep yeah. the head what? and the back both I my mean, favorite i mean where do you go like mentally when that's happening
3: um i live i live <laughs> in the moment
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um definitely on the side of your head it's just like all you can hear is the sound of that tattoo Man. machine you know Man. but um yeah no um for my back I, I also have a huge back tattoo i sat like a 10 year old waiting to like get out of church I was like oh my god are we done yet
2: I'm familiar with that feeling because we grew up Catholic, so so yeah. literally that was like every Sunday, like God, waiting, waiting like very impatiently to get out of church. So I know what she means. Were you told no, uh, no, oh, no tattoos till sixteen, rear. no tattoos till eighteen? Um, I was sixteen when Jimmy Singleton started tattooing me, um, and uh, like oh my, my mom, yeah, Jimmy Singleton, yeah. yes, and like and, and that's like, and I also like personally like owe a ton to to, to Jimmy because yeah. he was like he's the same age as like my cousin, so. When when I was, like, 16 and we would go see, like, punk and hardcore shows and stuff, like, in St. Louis or Chicago, my mom was always, like, was, like, you're 16, dude. You're not driving to Chicago by yourself. I was, oh, like, no, but, but, mom, good. I'm going to go with Jimmy. And she's, like, she's like oh, that's great. Have yeah, fun. That's fine. Uh, and And Jimmy, like. He's such a like, great guy. Dude, absolutely. Like, even back then, yeah. he was oh, such a great guy. So great. Always made sure that I, like, ate properly, had, like, a well-balanced <laughs> diet, and, like, drank plenty of water. Like, yeah, God bless you, Jimmy.
4: Never came to work on time, but a great
2: guy. But a great guy.
5: <laughs> How many tattoos do you have, Kyle?
2: Um, at this point, I probably have like two giant ones that go from like my knuckles on one hand all the way up my arm and across my chest and down to my waist. And then I have a couple others like on my legs that aren't connected.
5: Are you just always thinking of like a new place you can put one?
2: Mandy, that's ironic because I <laughs> hate getting tattooed um, I've been tattooed maybe twice in the last like three years. But like when I was young and um, had like, like I adhere to a, uh, a, a philosophy of consumption um, mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of a foreign thing to a lot of people. But I I don't, I don't drink alcohol. I don't use uh, recreational drugs. Um, I have like firmly at a strictly personal level you know chose to abstain from that stuff uh since i was like 13 or 14 years old so um
5: straight edge right yeah yeah yeah. yeah
2: so so that's like that's been like a philosophy that's like always kind of resonated inside inside was of was there my something
5: head. that happened that made you say like i just don't want to go there
2: um having done it yeah <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah yeah i quit i quit drinking and doing drugs in eighth grade <laughs> And and my, wow, my,
0: you just got it out of your damn yeah, system right away. Yeah, and it was
2: because my my cousin who got me into like skateboarding and like right like racing BMX and stuff. Did um, he say, hey,
0: dude, this isn't the yeah, way to go? He,
2: he gave me the minor threat discography uh, cassette oh, tape yeah. and gave me seven seconds, to crew, and like, and he was like, he was like, at that point in time, he was like twenty eight years old. And Am I
0: right, Kyle? Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong about Straight Edge. And my ignorance, but a minor threat. The lead singer, he wrote he wrote a song kind yeah. of about how things were going and maybe a better
2: way to go yeah that's or... that's it and like and like as a kid it was just kind of like all right well i guess that makes a lot more sense like i'm like uh i'm I'm not making real positive choices right now you yeah. know what i mean yeah so so i like you know like uh like in in for you know 23 years or something like that like that's been like uh not not a part of my identity but like a philosophy that's like opened up a lot of like positive things for me yeah um but, like, uh, but because of that, it's like, um, as a young person, you still like, uh, have this like desire to like experience that like endorphin rush, right? Mm, and it's yeah. like, it's like, this is a little dangerous or this makes you feel funny, you know? So, like, as a young person, like, getting tattooed was like an effective way of right. like, uh, of of getting that kind of um, you know body sensation yeah. or, or whatever without like altering your mental state, mm-hmm. so uh, but now ra- I'm a giant wuss. So
0: <laughs>
6: ra- how did you
2: how did you find like because I'm
0: sure you were, when you were straight edge you were in bands with guys that weren't straight edge. Yeah
2: yeah and and, I mean, and still and still to this day like um like I like I used to tour relentlessly like in a in a um, a band that that um like like had like black Sabbath riffs but played at at black at black flag speeds mm. and uh and like we I put out like like some records and like toured a, a shit ton for a couple of years when i was in my early 20s and uh um there was always like two sober dudes in the band and then two dudes who like uh either drank heavily or uh or enjoyed the devil's lettuce, yeah, and, uh, devil's, lettuce. and uh, the devil's lettuce, yeah, and not a uh, not a judgmental man uh, yeah, by yeah. any means. I mean, my my favorite T shirt is made of made of hemp. You Can know? I say so.
0: I remember some shows at the Lakes Torrey p- p- Pavilion that you were probably at, yeah, okay, and there were some. I, I'll just say it. there was regular bands, yeah, and there were some straight edge bands, there. yeah, and I noticed back then being an adult in my 30s, yeah. The difference, yeah, in maybe attitude, maybe discipline, maybe fierceness in the bands. Not that the other
2: bands were bad. Not yeah. that everybody in the band was high or anything. But you, can, I don't know. Am I right? Am I yeah, touching dude, on anything? I, there? I think. I think. You. I think. I. I think you're nailing something there. And and part of it is like, um, is like the, you know, and these like, were hard hardcore punk bands. Yeah, for, the most for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. for sure. And 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 there's like um. Yeah, I mean there's like a certain like energy, I feel like, that that is is kind of like uh kind of captured in that. Yeah. And uh Is there
0: uh, a is there a cockiness when you're that young and you're like, you know what? I'm above all this bullshit that you're on. Dude,
2: for sure. For
0: sure. And and I and, could sort of feel that, but I thought it was cool. I was like, well
2: Yeah. Well you know? and like in, in I just had a discussion with somebody recently about that. About like um about how they're like you know i've never met anybody like more arrogant than like than straight edge people and vegans and like <laughs> and, and, and i'm just like yo and i was like i was a vegan for like almost all of my 20s <laughs> of you like were. dude like i was vegetarian <laughs> for 20 years and like i just started eating meat like 2 years ago like <laughs> so 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 like so so i'm like thinking about this and i'm like i'm like yo bro like but like i like work with like people in recovery and like uh like i've like literally like dropped off strangers at like rehab yeah. I, I like help like find work for people that are like uh in like halfway houses. So I like
4: Straight Edge is making up for your veganism. Oh uh, well, I've yeah, for sure, for sure. Seen. For sure. For sure.
2: And like and like in like being like, you know, almost 40 years old and uh and like in in my personal like like choice to live like a a, a you know, a drug-free life. An Amish um, guy. Like like, a monk. like an Amish guy. <laughs> like a monk. Yeah, definitely not like a monk. But uh but uh but you know like it's, like I've definitely like made up for uh like spirit have made up for all the years that I was like an asshole like knocking cigarettes out of people's hands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. But, but part of that, you know, is just kind of like is like maturity Being and like young, figuring yeah. out. Yeah,
0: I'm talking 16, 17 yeah. year old boys. Yeah, yeah. Having, Even
2: younger some,
5: yeah, having been a pregnant woman who did not <laughs> drink or do anything, sure. you know, I mean, it's a long nine months. People who are engaging in consumption, as you put it, are fucking annoying. Do you <laughs> ever find when that? When you're not. Yeah, all... I mean, it's just like, it, oh. it's a bit taxing to deal with
2: them it, it, it can be and like and I always like tell people this and I have like a partner who like who 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 does not adhere to my same like lifestyle and and uh, and I'm just like you know I would always rather be around somebody who's like high as fuck than be around a bunch of drunk morons and like the yes. the kind of like machismo thing that like yeah. that like comes that, along that, that, that yeah. comes along with it like yeah. I've always like as like a young person I always thought that was like kind of like yucky and like mm-hmm. made people like too brave and like that. not that probably empowered
0: you more it in did. Constitution. It did for, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, sure.
2: and and now is like now is like in punk years being like a grandpa um <laughs> it's it's like it's like uh it's like it's 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 it's, it's kind of cool because i can still you know like you know you know create like a safe haven you know for yeah. like the other kids that are like you know what i think that's yucky too so it's like oh kyle still like holds 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 this down
0: You did a lot. You did some uh, dead touring around for a a little bit. Yeah, yeah. you did. I never did that. I never did. I've I've been pretty lucid for most of the shows I've went to. That's one thing. Concerts I I remember for the most part. And I could never afford to drink at shows. You can never afford to drink. I don't want to walk away, especially when your band started. I do not walk away, dude.
2: So like, like like like. Drugs and booze are expensive. I don't think at this point in my <laughs> yeah, life, right? like I've got like two kids and run a small business. Like, I don't think that I could afford to not be straight edge anymore. I've
0: definitely pre gamed it before, and we pre gamed in 96 for that show. We do have
2: to <laughs> take your word on it. L- l- listen, listen, this is a serious question. Okay. Do you remember enough to know if they played State of Love and Trust? Because that is the best Pearl Jam it song. It is.
4: Eric, it did is. they play State of Love I and Trust? I have no damn idea. I <laughs> don't know. I there. don't know. But you, I do, this is funny. You snuck
0: a camera in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you did. Got, I did. I've got some blurry shots. Can- oh, you snuck oh, a camera. Oh, I do kind of remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. We were like 25th row in seats, <laughs> and I remember us getting out of the row and the security guards getting us back in the row. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have great seats at the time, but okay. they weren't too bad. 27
2: years ago, even yeah.
4: if I was straight and sober at the time, yeah. I probably still wouldn't remember that.
2: Dude, getting- it, it, this is such such a weird thing because like you guys, like I've known you, I've known everyone in this room. I've known Mandy not nearly as, as long, but I've known Mandy for like fifteen years. Yeah, Holy and crap. I've known I've known I've known like like I've known Hanson for like twenty man, and Ted like yeah. like you've always been in my periphery, um, <laughs> That's and, and, true. and 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 but to me like you guys are absolutely ageless, oh. <laughs> dude. And I hang out with Stone all the time. I hang yeah. out with Ben Stomberg all the time. That's one of my one of my one one of my bros, man. We like, love him. Yeah. And like, yes. and, and it's like, I always like tell him about like how it's funny. Like as a kid, he was always like the voice in my head. Like he, w- he was like my, he was like my, you know, my, uh, um, hard Harry from Pump Up the Volume, you know? absolutely. Like Stone has always has always been that has yeah. always been that guy to me. Yeah. And now, like for the last like decade, I hang out with the dude constantly. Like...
0: And he, he did he work there a little bit of the time that you were there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stone yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah. we he, love we love Ben Somberg. Yeah, He's, he would come in with... and
5: kind of growl at me, you know. That'd, but in, yeah, like, that's typical yeah. I
0: remember I remember uh, when when the laser started. It was me, Brian, and Legro, and it was a railroad days. And our boss Brian was walking down Main Street, and uh, the Knox crew was doing a yep. show. And Ben was doing a show, and he had a mic, and he was walking. And it's Ben. You don't oh, miss no, Ben. right. And that voice, and, and yes. just B- B- Ben being Ben. And uh, he got hired on the spot. Dude. Dude, Brian went up and gave him a card and said, dude, dude come s- over. So and, yeah. Cool, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I loved it.
5: when he had his bookshop.
0: Yes. Oh my god, that was, god. A,
5: that was, that was a cool so good. Era. I, heard, yeah, I remember one yeah.
0: night on Knox, I got to the radio station and I was listening, it was after midnight and he was on and he was trashing U2's uh, pop album. The one good with, for him! Disc, the one with disco
2: tech on it and yeah, all that yeah, crap, absolutely. he was
0: totally trashing it.
2: I loved it at the time and I was like,
0: no, man!
2: <laughs> he was just disappointed it wasn't the unforgettable fire. Yes, like, that's probably. It. That, that, yes, that's, yeah. that's, that's it, that's it. We, anyway. we, we forgive you, Stone.
5: <laughs> no yeah, I don't. feel like of everyone we in this wait, room, yes. I feel like I know Audie better than I know you, Kyle. For but sure. I know you like through other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Including and... your
2: husband that I've had like, the biggest like man crush on as long oh, as I've known him.
5: Yeah, he's pretty cute. Um, <laughs> well, I have just always heard about your shop through Brian, through other people who have gone in. And it Glory just days. sounds like the coolest place because it seems like from from the outside... That you somehow bring in all these people from different parts of the community, different professions, um, different backgrounds, different interests, and yet they all sit in this relatively small space, right? Mm. And just like talk about all the things, I mean, from politics to, you know, what's going on, uh, current events, that kind of thing. And it's just kind of a melting pot of coolness, (laughs) <laughs> and that's like what I have seen from the outside. So um, I just wanted you to know that, like, just outside looking in, you've created something that's really special. was that
0: your idea? What's what we see inside Glory Days? It, it was this. Mandy's like, about
2: like literally about ready to bring me to tears, man. Um, uh, there's like um, um you know we come from uh, Audie and I you know growing up around like creative people, um, coming from like blue collar people, specifically very pro union. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, kinds of people. But like we also come from like a like a a family that's always been like very um, concerned about like acting compassionately and Mm -hmm. and acting directly. So, um, you know, we have like our our little brother, um, but like our parents also like like officially and unofficially fostered like a dozen kids like when we were growing up. Um, so like we, we always had like people around, um, for, for a myriad of different reasons, you know? And, yeah. uh, and our parents still to this day, I mean, they're like 60 and still like take in people that like need, uh, Strays. need it, you know, that's yeah. it, man. And, and, and it's like, uh, and, and there was always this idea that like, even like when our family like, like struggled, like financially or whatever, like there was always this like idea that, that, you know, we live in, in, in a land of plenty mm-hmm. and, and when you have more than what you need, you just mm. pull up another chair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so like, in, and, and, like, our grandparents, I mean, we learned so much of that from our grandparents. Our mom and dad are just, are are, are really great. So... Um, you proud I, of what you build over there? Uh, you know, I don't even, th- I don't ever think about, like, like, being, like, proud of that. Yeah. But, like... I just like I like the idea to think that like um, yeah you know, I went to school to be a teacher like ironically before right? I went to barber <laughs> school like I I uh, uh, spent way too long at junior college transferred to Western and I always thought I was going to be an English teacher okay um, I read a lot of John Steinbeck I read a lot of Ernest Hemingway yeah. too many um, tattoos
4: to be a teacher too many so tattoos to, to be a teacher a so I had to go a different direction <laughs> right, so I went to
2: trade school learned to trade uh, <laughs> that's kind of how that went funny you mentioned that um, but. Um, but I, I always like, I've always been interested in like the story. Like, uh, uh, I'm a writer. Um, I have always written like poetry and short stories, and I'm actually like writing a book right now. Um, Shit, uh, man. Uh, That's awesome. That I've been like working on for the past year or so um, about like some like some family stuff, you know. But um, so but I've always been Uh-oh. a writer. So you're screwed, Audie. <laughs> Hey, no, no, I'm, I'm the coolest um, chapter. Yeah, she's she's oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, the Yeah, cool, right, right. the coolest chapter is her g- digging out my Morrissey collection. When she knows great. it. <laughs> she knows it. But you know, like sometimes in order to like um to to be able to collect to be able to tell the best stories, you have to collect all the stories, right? Mm-hmm. So like so selfishly, I always thought like like I would benefit and benefit like spiritually as well by like surrounding myself with people literally from all walks of life because mm. growing up. Like we were exposed to to everything. Like our family is like is what like a
4: great way to do it. Very too. yeah. A barber shop because yeah. people talk at the barber Dude, shop. People
2: talk at the barbershop. shop. And like one of my best friends, like strangely enough, is is my attorney. And like we lift weights together several <laughs> nights a week. That's actually what I'm doing when I leave here is meeting up with Wayne to go to the downtown Y. <laughs> That's great. beefcake. And but like but I also have like friend like friends too that that um that have been like transitioning from um from, you know, homelessness and issues with, with mental health issues or uh, addiction, including that. Um, And also have friends that, 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 you know, come, come from that. And, um, and and to me, it's like, it's it's so important to create like a a space where like, literally, there's room for everybody Mm -hmm. there, especially people that are like, that are like marginalized people, or, or people that like, otherwise have never like, felt safe in a place. Mm. Because, like there's like I'm just a weird kid and I've never really felt comfortable anywhere mm. except for Hansen's room with yes, Tori real. Amos above yeah. my head, you know? Um so so like so I just thought it was just like kind of like a a courtesy to extend to like other other people yeah, and I, uh and it's so so I don't even think of it as anything to be proud of. It's just like it just makes me feel fulfilled at the end of every day knowing that like you know I had the chance to like learn from people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw in on this a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. Because I also experienced growing up in this home where my mother ran a daycare, and there's the, you know, I'm a very observant person, I'm a very introverted person, introverted as well? Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like forced to be an extrovert.
3: Um, yeah, we are both kind of forced to be extroverted at our, both of our jobs, coffee shop, job, you, I mean like, it's my job to like talk to my customers and be like, hey Eric, How's it going? You're going to have another large uh, dark roast? You know, all those mornings, Joey Lucero would uh, bring you coffee. Absolutely, uh, yeah. For, for, uh, I don't know if it was for the radio.
0: Yeah, yeah, for for the radio. I was always like,
3: oh, I don't know, Eric, but I'm going to write Eric on this lid today. You know, like that's part of my job, right? But anyways, I got to like... Sit back and observe a lot, especially like, you know, being that quiet younger sister hanging out with my, you know, older brother. I'm like, I'm 10 when he's, you know, 15, 16, you know, watching them experience life. And I got to watch all these kids like live their life a different way than when I was living my life. Mm. And on top of that, we also had an, like a phenomenal grandmother who was extremely crippled. God bless her. Beautiful soul, um, but she was always, you know, told growing up. Like one of the things that, like, she told me as a child is that, like, when she was a child, her arthritis was so bad that she would be that kid on the slab in those round rooms where all these doctors would watch, oh, you know, wow. these other doctors doing tests on her, and they injected gold into her joints. What? That was one of the tests that to see if it would help the arthritis. What?
5: But uh, she was always told her whole life was like, that, oh. like, right after the leeches, they're like, "Well, let's try." Okay, the gold. I guess we're gonna try gold in the joints. Our
2: maternal the
4: didn't work. Let's yeah. Try yeah,
2: some gold. yeah, dude. Our our maternal grandmother, like, truly like a superhero, and <laughs> like like when she died, like, we had I had friends literally flying from all over the United States to come pay their respects, like, Aww. at her funeral. That's fantastic. But yeah. she was she was one of the earliest diagnosed cases of juvenile rheumatoid arthritis in the United States. Yeah. Uh, she was born in nineteen 19- 1940, and um, by 43, she was a guinea pig. Mm. Um, so she spent the majority of her early childhood and well into her adolescence literally being um, a scientific experiment. Uh, she yeah. spent like half the year every year uh, living in Chicago with a doctor and his family um, who they were doing like experimental surgeries and treatments um, at the University of God, man, uh, in the forties, like, Chicago,
6: yeah,
2: fucking,
6: thing, yeah, of science, yeah,
2: dude, yeah. Okay,
4: we're taking your kid for half the year. That's it, right. dude. That's yeah. it,
2: and 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 her mom was just kind of like at a loss. It's like, well, you know, what do you do? We want we want Marin to feel better, right? You know, right. so like, so there were there were like so many things about that too, like like growing up too, like you know in a time in american history where like segregation you know like mm-hmm. even even in like the modern like north where it technically wasn't legal like our grandmother um swam at the at the the segregated beach because um, she was crippled because she was yeah because she was profoundly disabled yep. so her her siblings wow. who were who were both able bodied this, this was here in galesburg oh mm-hmm. i know what yeah. you're
4: talking about yep. yeah and
2: so so even her siblings were able bodied um I've never seen siblings have the kind of bond that my grandmother had with her Mm. sister and brother. Wow. And um, so they always were there too. So like even growing up, like the neighborhood they lived in, the beach they swam at, the schools they went to were predominantly black and Hispanic. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother and her siblings were three, you know, poor white kids, um, you know, trying their hardest to – to uh, you know, to to survive and and be and physically, you know, like mm-hmm. trying trying to survive.
0: So your grandmother's plate definitely in, in for oh, both absolutely. of you, both well, of
3: you. Well, and she was like, you know. All her time growing up, and, and you know she was told like, oh, you'll never be older than this. You can't, never, can't do yeah. this. You can't do that. You'll never have children. She had three kids. She was a fucking nurse, and she delivered babies. Like,
2: oh, wow. yeah, homie, like <laughs> Dude, she, she was a badass. She
3: was a total fucking badass. Grandpa, grandpa taught,
2: taught her how to drive. Like she was told she could never drive, and she was like, she was like, I think I can. You know, yeah, yeah. and like, wow. and I feel bad because our grandpa is like, grandpa like. I don't know. He made me read *Grapes of Wrath* when I was real little, so I've been kind of like messed up ever since. He made me read read, uh, *Thoreau's*, you know, on Walden Pond in in fourth grade. So I've been like socially like screwed since like since then, like that that's called left wing indoctrination is, is what that is and like in the south that's like punishable by death so uh so 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 we so we had that but like the the guy my, my grandma dated before she and my she and our grandfather met like rode like a motorcycle and like had like a cool like pompadour and he was like tall and hispanic and like handsome and then she meets our like chubby like funny looking pug looking swedish grandpa dude <laughs> uh, Ugh. So how
5: yeah. how
3: long did your grandma live? Um she died in 2012.
2: Yep. She was so... 71 years old. Wow. That's pretty great. Wow. Uh just 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 like a week or two shy of 72. Yeah. Um outlived her expectancy by like 50 years. Yeah, yeah it was
4: just going to say. Sure. Yeah. And I, how I like much the... of that was caused by what they tried to do. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite
2: mm-hmm. pictures of of our grandma uh was one of my old like hardcore bands. Um like we played like a last show when I was like 22 years old and we're playing this like festival in in western Illinois and my grandparents have always been like uh were always like wildly supportive of all of our artistic Uh, endeavors and there's this cool picture of like literally like 400 people in a crowd me on the front of a stage with a microphone out over top of them like people like stage diving and my grandma is in a wheelchair next to our drummer on a stage with my grandpa standing like holding the back of the wheelchair with the biggest grin on his face
0: I think we're, we've been hearing music from the the Goodbye Race. I don't want to. Uh, no, you're fine. And and, and that's your uh, latest album. That introverts make uh, punk hardcore music
2: like this, but they do. I suppose punk rockers are introverts, right? You- Dude, yeah. I mean, there's like a, a little like um, like uh, being mildly like socially inept. I think. Oh like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like it it, it, <laughs> it, cr- it creates like a, a safe barrier between like the creator and and an audience because um, I don't know like.
0: You guys just played one of my favorite days, Record Store Day. I went, uh, pure. I went down south. I went to Younger Than Yesterday. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, um, and you guys played Ragged Records in the Quad Cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audie, tell me about Record Store Day and playing with the Goodbye Race. How was it, that?
3: You know, I think, I liked it because it's like, um, people are just like shopping for records. Yes. And we're just mm-hmm. like playing music. But, um, I but, liked the vibe because it was, wasn't a whole lot of pressure, actually. It was just like. And
2: because Stone and Baz were there. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know?
3: But, um. I really enjoyed it because it it was it was like a quieter setting for us and I felt very comfortable. I was also kind of tucked in the back behind um Eddie our 19-year-old um guitarist. Yes. Um just like so I was like all right cool, nobody can see me. It's, <laughs> it's playing my bass. So, um, it, no, it was a really good time. Do I really you ever
5: it. want to just, like, step to the front, though? Because, I mean, you're gorgeous. Absolutely not. You're gorgeous. <laughs> no, She's I an mean, introvert, remember? You are, like, you are such a badass. You are in, like, this cool Thanks. kind of um, unaffected way. Like, you just mm-hmm. have this i do not give a fuckness about you, but that's also loving. And I yeah, don't know yeah. how those things go together, but you do that. So, like, there is a world where I see you, Stepping to the front and mm-hmm. just like owning that, yeah. do you ever see that day? Um, well, you know,
3: I think this goes back not to not Kyle has being, anything uh, to do with
6: it, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no um, uh, definitely just being very introverted and, um, again, kind of goes back to the way I was raised. I'm a very like neutral, very like, I don't want the limelight. But, like, one of the reasons why I joined this band for Kyle was because he was saying to me, like, this is the last of my my efforts to be, like, he was like, this is it. This is in-game band. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I need to make that happen for you. Like that has to happen yeah, for you. Happen. It's not even about me though. I'm like I'm having a really great time playing the bass and stuff.
0: But like Kyle, like this this lineup and and this group of songs and this this record was super important to you. And and that having Audie as an element oh, was yeah,
2: man. Like like yeah. I'm you know I'm pushing forty. Like I've been doing this stuff for twenty five years. Yeah. Um, like I've got you know I've got kids. I have a partner with 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 kids. So. You Were know, you surprised by this project? Uh, so I I was. I was actually, like, I was surprised. I was surprised I got Nick Isher to come out of retirement <laughs> uh-huh, to, 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 to play. So, to play drums, uh, yeah. So, yes, so that was so that was really cool. But that was, like, I was kind of surprised with this and surprised that that some cool opportunities have, have come up for us. Like, gosh, I mean, we've been playing. We've been playing a lot. Yeah. Like, we, you know, did a record and a half, and we have a third, a second full length that's, like, 70% tracked already. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been pretty, like, uh... Um, you know, efficient with the time that we've carved out for this. Um, so I was definitely have definitely been surprised. The songs are a blast.
0: They yeah. are a blast. I Thanks don't. Much, what What are they about? They uh, have they related to that novel at all? That you've um, been? no, no. <laughs> and are so, they
2: all? Are, do you are you the only writer? Um. So. Um, so. The majority of our songs, uh, to date, like I, I'm, uh, have been like the primary, like, like, um, like music writer, um, our, I've given some like lyrical direction, but our, our singer, um, Carl McNaught is, yeah. is a, uh, very well established, um, uh, uh, visual artist um, yeah. he actually has like a film degree um from from columbia um he's done like a handful of like cool murals like all over town he's a great front and, man and, he, he, and carl's a great front man yeah because he looks like the dudes from jesus and mary changed. <laughs> and and that yes. was like
4: yes. and and and, and,
2: <laughs> and like carl had also like never been in a band when we started this like really like, um neither had our our young guitar player um uh, so so like it, with this being like basically my last hurrah if yeah. you will um like i like specifically like handpicked each person mm-hmm. to be in the band because they're people that i love yeah you know obviously she was the shoe in but they're all like like all people that i love that um that i knew like would understand it and would understand like the the concept um um like the 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 sound side of it the aural side of it but also like the aesthetic and. Um, and I specifically chose a couple people that have never worked in this kind of medium, but are, are artists. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So Carl was a was was a. You, how about that?
4: You you say in game, but like I saw your post on Facebook the other day, and you're talking about like all the stuff that you want to try and accomplish this yeah. summer. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. No no no. And I say that, but like I mean, Kyle is always working on like a hundred projects. You right. know, definitely, absolutely. But like. For me, like, when he was like, I really feel like this could be it. You know what I mean? And so when I was joining that, I was like, I have to fucking make that happen. Like, I want to be a part of making that happen for him. And that's where, like, that part, like, I don't necessarily want to be the front man, Mm -hmm. but I want to be a part of the reason why the front man... Is the front man itself? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. I love, I love having that role, and uh, I do feel like sometimes, like at band practice, if there's like some tension, I'm like, okay, there's some tension.
6: <laughs>
3: Maybe we don't Maybe have we the don't. tension. Mediate. You know okay. Yeah. How? Yeah. You see, what
5: I'm saying. I like that.
0: You know what I'm saying. Yeah. We do Yeah. How is uh, Carl, the guy that's never been a
2: frontman ever in a band ever, dude? His first show. Pushing.
0: It, how did that go?
2: Yeah, dude. He. Um. Um. I had. I had moved into a house with 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 Carl and Nick Isher um, after my ex-wife and I had 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 divorced. Um. So Carl and Nick and I have been friends for like ever. And um, so I just like, as a matter of like a convenience or whatever, like <laughs> by circumstance ended up living with them for yeah. a while. So during that period of time, I had been like, you know, writing this like first batch of songs from our, 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 our first EP, Grody. And uh had been writing those like in my my bedroom and uh I have an Australian shepherd named Sabrina, and she's the, the goodest girl. She is. So like we would just like hang out in the room and it's just me and my best girl, Sabrina, just hanging out and I'm like like writing the writing these like jangly like nineties like alt rock riffs, you know. And uh <laughs> So, um, so I just like told Carl, I was like, "Yo, man, like I'm do I'm doing this thing, and you're gonna you're gonna sing in it." So, so he yeah. was he was, he was just like, I don't know if he had a couple cocktails in him or whatever, but he was like very agreeable. So, <laughs> wow. so he was he was like, "All right," he was like, "Cool, I, I always wanted to try that, you know." So, mm-hmm. I like gave him a couple like I'm I'm I don't have like a golden voice but like, uh, but Terry Reamer was my, um, was my, my choir director. So like, I at least know the mechanics of singing. So I like, I like put on like an Otis Redding record for him. And I was like, yo, just try to sing along to this. And like, this is how you breathe properly. So, so he like, like took a, took a, 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 enough of like the, um, you know, the, the physical side of it. And then like applied being a man who like has always kind of worn his heart on his sleeve and, uh, and it turns out I was right when I, when I wow. thought that he was going to be the perfect guy to yeah. be the voice. Well, you He know? really is.
3: And um, Carl, I, I mean, especially in the beginning when we would, like, work on, like, lyrical content and stuff like that. And he would, like, write something out. And he was like, because he's always like, oh, I'm not a writer. He's like, I don't write. I'm like, an, I'm a, a visual artist. But any time he would, like, write something out, I'm like, what are you? Talking, talking about that's genius (laughs) that's genius so carl does do does write a lot of the lyrics yeah too and i'm very happy for it because it's like sometimes carl and i would do like some brainstorming or like me carl and eddie or me all of us sometimes um and uh carl and i i think there was like one particular time we did a brainstorm and we were at it for like hours and we had this like marker board and like six pieces of like paper from him and like a notebook and just like he was like okay cool and i was like i don't know what the fuck just happened we started talking about the ether and then we were talking about (laughs) gutters at a bowling alley (laughs) and i don't know where we're at but like he was like okay cool scooped it all up took it and just like fucking wrote some just
6: Wow.
4: poetry
0: poetry that's so great,
2: yeah. Yeah. So
4: poetry, and is you great. Say poetry but you're you're on the same tip there Audie, because i uh, being Audie's neighbor uh mm-hmm. your roommate kelsey uh-huh. uh, we were talking one day and she i forget what she said but you guys were on the porch or something and um, i said something to her and she's like yeah Audie was like i wrote this poem do you want to hear it and kelsey was like fuck yeah, I want to hear it. (laughs) Uh. And I've seen you on the front porch, like, strumming. So there's got to be creativity that, like, leeches back in that direction. I love your friendship
5: with Kelsey. I love Kelsey. I love that you're both baristas. I feel like there is a sitcom there. If I no totally agree I with
3: should, that. I yes. think Kelsey and I could do a podcast and uh, be really fucking hilarious. I hey, so so, uh, Cough, cough. Cough, <laughs> cough. Well, you know. We happen to know some yeah. people,
5: so.
3: No, yeah. Kelsey um, is my best friend, Kelsey Winkler. Um, we've known each other since we went to Sandberg together. And we've done very loosely a few shows and then like very slowly we started hanging out because Kelsey and I were like similar kind of people you know She's like a little... as a musical
2: duo you've done some stuff
0: no oh no no no, no. that's like, not true
2: shows they, plays you're
0: talking they had a project
2: yeah. called two drums yeah. and it was Where just them just, uh, each with a drum and it was awesome
3: a, yeah a band it's called two drums Um, one of our songs is called leggings as pants um, leggings as <laughs> pants <Yes>. leggings as <laughs> pants I'm uh, already a yeah. huge fan I so, will buy that t-shirt yeah okay um, Yeah. Um, it's on it's way Awesome. Um, but, uh, the first time that Kelsey and I, so we like started like hanging out with each other and then we went to this movie and afterwards I was like, Hey, so, um, yeah, I think you're like really cool. And she was like, Oh my God, I, I I, was like, I think you're really cool. I was like, Oh my God, really? And she was like, yeah, really. I was like, Oh my God. I mean, like when I say that, I really mean that you're like really fucking cool. And she was like, Oh my God, also mean. And so, all of a sudden, we just like realized that we were both just like girl, girl crutching on each other until finally we were just like, "Oh my god, I love you so much. Let's be best friends." That's and great. so um, now we've been living with each other. It's been like four, almost five years, and we don't hate each other. Yeah, no, no the it looks like you have a lot of fun. Yeah. you're always going yeah. on really and, fun adventures. And you, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and you inhabit a house that even Ted probably thought was in trouble for a long time. And- so.
4: I got to tell you yeah. it is
0: still
3: maybe a little
4: Are bit. you
0: re, are you
3: rehabbing a little bit? I'm trying to. Yeah, no, sure. actually, she's doing a
4: great job.
0: That's like. I'm awesome. trying.
3: It, it's very slow process, which Ted also knows because he's always telling me that he's like pulling a board out of his house at a time and stripping it <laughs> of, of all of its paint. <laughs> and, uh, and I know that that's a very tedious time time consuming task, but I was just talking to Kyle when he came to he followed me to my house and picked me up. Uh, to come over here. And he was like, you know, you should do this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, and yes. I can and yes, help and yes, you. yes and yes and yes. Yeah. And I yeah. want to do all of those things. And so, I will help you. Yeah. Yeah. The, I want to make it I happen. I
4: think the coolest said, Well, so uh, we moved into our house next to them, God, 13, 14 years ago, I think. And the little old man that lived there was only there for like a year or so, fell in the driveway, broke his hip, went into the nursing home A decade later, never came out sort of thing. So that house sat empty for the better part, was it eight years? I think eight years. Seven or eight years. And then... My wife and I were exploring the option of maybe buying it. Like, uh, you know, is this something that we could do? Can we knock it down and have a big yard? Can we put a <laughs> swimming pool where the basement on, is? Adam
5: yeah,
4: I know, right? It's a big yard. <laughs> or, or like, do we have a place for our parents? You know, whatever. Something like that. And then could never come to terms with the lady that owned it. And then the for sale sign went up and my wife and I started to literally shit bricks
1: Yeah, because
4: for eight Um, years to use them, he used those
2: bricks to build a retaining wall.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, we were throwing it at the house trying to make it look
6: worse. (laughs)
4: But, like, we were like, man, what are we going to end up with for neighbors, you know? Like, is it going to be someone who's like, your dick is really
6: awful, or,
4: like... You said your dick is really
5: awful. No, not my
2: dick. My dick. My dick. Because those those neighbors will tell you that, too. We heard about the bathroom window.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But like all of a sudden, like these people buy the the house, and like I see this. It was uh, you guys all out in the back. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Is it? Kelsey's folks that own it?
3: Nope. Um, it's actually uh, Scott and Millie Baldwin, and okay. they own Java Station, The Hustle. Okay, yeah.
4: all right. Yeah. Nice. So you guys were all out in the backyard mm-hmm. together, and I'm like, I got to go investigate this oh, shit. Oh,
6: boy. Yeah. And
4: I'm like looking at the the, the older couple, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, all right, you're moving in here. I'm sizing you up. They're like, <laughs> no, no, no. They're, these They're going to rent this. And I'm like, oh, thank God.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
4: it has turned into, like, the best neighbor situation that I think I could have asked for.
2: Ted, have they ever shown you the torture room in the basement? Because I, yeah. I think you dodged a bullet by not trying to yeah. get the bullets. Are you
4: talking about the furnace? Uh, no. No, the, no, no, no,
2: the room with the school desk and the chains <laughs> on the wall. And,
3: and the, uh, the bat hanging dead on the outside.
2: I knew you guys yeah. were we call, we call it the punishment room. <laughs> I just didn't uh, know how for yeah.
5: Really? Yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: We We often refer to like um like our like blended family with like my partner and myself, and then like my sibling and our our younger sibling that collectively we are kind of like the the Brady Bunch, but if the Brady Bunch was the Adams family yeah, yeah. 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 so so it it's, it's it only makes sense that Audie moved into a house with a punishment room yes. and a dead bat hanging, yes. uh, what did you guys
3: name the bat? Uh, we haven't named it yet, but... It's got
2: to be Bartok. I did once Bartok. Think... Ted just named it Bartok. If you turn him upside yeah. down, he looks like he's dancing.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, but um, I had um, a friend come over. I was hemming some pants for her, and she was like, I was like, oh, she's like... Because every time work. someone comes to the house or they find out we own the house, they're like, oh, my God, I wanted to buy that house. Everybody, Everybody wanted, wanted to, to buy, buy that, that house. house. Why
4: didn't you? That's I, I know, right? Because and, uh, they were asking way too much.
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they were at the time. It, yeah. So, um, but anyway, so my friend, she was like, so what's that? and I was like, okay, so I'll thank you for the tour. So we go down, she sees the bat, and uh, she was like, oh my God, it's Johnny Depp. And I was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm walking into the basement, um, you know, a couple days after this encounter, and this like, out of the corner of my head, I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I was like no fucking way and I snap over to look at this bat still dead on the wall and I was like holy shit
6: I just it's thought alive. that thing is fucking alive
3: this whole time. It wasn't. It wasn't. But there was a bat in
6: the basement.
2: <laughs> Actually, her house
3: is her, her house
2: is haunted by a bat.
3: <laughs> no, we no, were that's kind of not we who were kind of by. hoping that um, uh, Leonard Palmer was haunting the house. Yes, um, just because we think he'd have good vibes. He was a saxophone player.
5: Hey, so. cool. <laughs> yeah. So every Halloween season, I look forward to your oh. drawings.
0: Yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. You, you draw to you kind what of gift don't you the guys world. do I creatively tell
5: Eric about what you do every Halloween season. Um, mm.
3: I try to do I try to do the drawloween, which is like every single day you draw a picture for Halloween.
0: Yeah. So starting um, when like the first the of first October and trying mm-hmm. to
3: finish it out. I've oh, only yeah, yeah. ever finished it out once or twice the That's last couple true. of years it's kind of petered out. Um, I love the term "Petered out." It's one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, it's just yeah. so perfect. Yeah, yeah. But um, is a book of Halloween drawings yeah, coming
3: too? Yeah, really. And Kelsey does too. Um, though
2: Kelsey draws dicks. Kelsey, Kelsey, put put Kelsey draws yeah. dicks. So, yeah.
3: listen, those are listen, scary Too. Kelsey draws the most absolutely amazing. Halloween dicks I've ever seen in my
0: entire life. Wait, what makes it a king. Halloween? What makes it a Halloween so so for, just a She
3: she, she does she draws dicks for Halloween. Sure. She draw she drew um like David Bowie <laughs> as, oh, a as a dick. Okay. She drew me as a mummy because I'm older than her, so she always refers to me as the Crypt Keeper. Um so, oh my God, But no, it. I've been trying to convince her for the last couple of years. <laughs> I think if I keep saying it to her, she'll actually do it. To publish a book of dicks.
0: A book called yeah. "The Book of Halloween Dicks" would sell. Yes. Yeah, that, yes. Coffee table. Who's not buying them. No, I'm Yo, telling
2: necessity.
3: you, they're phenomenal.
2: Yo, I'll publish them and sell them That's at the barbershop. So yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. We, we will
6: pimp them. Song. Yeah,
4: on they're this little, show just little cartoons for the remainder yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. See, when you said that, like, I've totally forgotten about the Halloween pics.
6: Yeah. But yeah.
4: they have a pair of skeletons in their front yard year-round, yes. the yes. Skellies. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Skellies. It's Mulder and yeah. Scully. No, it is,
3: it is yeah. Sculler, uh, Scully and Tinzen. Oh, Scully and Tinzen. Yes. Here's, My here's, daughter,
4: wait, wait, wait. My yeah. daughter, by the way, loves the Skellies.
3: Yes. Because they're and, there all the time. They're there all yeah. the
4: time. And like they dress, you dress them up in yeah. different holiday apparel <laughs> oh, that's throughout amazing. the season, Like those
5: gooses. Those yeah, geese. like the gooses, yeah. The geese <laughs> that people used the to put geese. in dresses,
1: remember? Yeah. It, yeah. it exactly. is
4: amazing. And at one point last year, um, Tenzin proposed to <gasps> Scully. I he was down on that. one leg. Yes. Like you can drive by their house and yeah. you can see them in different forms of something. And Aurora was like, "Oh my god, they are get it, the Scullys are getting married."
6: Yeah, and she's oh. like,
4: "Will you ask them if I can be in the wedding?"
6: Oh, <laughs> and, and so
4: my daughter was the dead flower girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Kyle and came over
2: and, and officiated,
5: officiated the wedding. wedding. You can do that, he right? Is, I can. Yeah. I can
2: legally marry and bury. Yes. So Mary and Barry. Mary and Barry. and it was on Halloween and it was on Halloween it was,
4: Halloween. It was by the yeah. way this Fun neighborhood non-manal.
0: this neighborhood on Broad Street we yeah. won't tell exactly where it's at <laughs> stay the fuck away from <laughs>
3: <me>. <laughs> I did have I did have a, a couple of people moving down the street which I found out later we're friends with um, the Onalis. Okay. and um, when they were moving into the house down the street they looked across over to our house and said oh thank god they have skeletons in their
0: yard they're fine <laughs>
6: We're it
3: fine. Was <laughs> June. Know
0: it was June. <laughs> Can I just say the lesson in all this? Yeah. Any any weird creative stuff that you do that you think is weird and maybe stop doing because you think it's weird. This is a lesson.
2: Don't stop doing that don't weird stop creative doing stuff. It. Dude, our grandpa yeah. is like eighty five, and that dude's weird as fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's never stopped yeah. being weird. So yes. yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think we will ever stop being weird. And will, and well, and you're inspiring
4: a new generation
2: to, to be, be weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. be yeah. yourself. Yeah. Be authentic. Honestly, be authentic. My
3: yeah. nephew is a phenomenal human being, let me just say. It started out kind of rough, but he's absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. This kid will come up to me and be like, yeah, but did you see like, I, I forgot to come to the movie the other night. You did forget. I it. totally forgot it about that. Um, <laughs> I forgot. But it. he'll be like, yeah, but have you seen like the new um, Halloween movie? And I'll be like, no, and he'll be like, yeah, well, it was like really great and you should watch it because um, scary movies rock. And I'm just like, what the <laughs> What like this kid?
2: I yeah, my son is literally like like Pugsley Adams. Um, he's obsessed slash with
3: Pugsley slash Wednesday. Yeah, like. yeah, he's yeah, 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 yeah. 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 he's
2: that's um, pretty great. My 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 son uh, goes to public school, and I I won't I will withhold where um, last year in fourth grade he was running an organized fight ring um, <laughs> at school and hey. and capitalizing
1: well, and
2: and you know in coming from like a fa- a family of of like of like very like devoted like union laborers um we're we're concerned about like um about like you know um uh profits are on paid wages like i don't mean to sound too karl marxy for the podcast but you know what i mean so um so when it was brought brought to our attention that he was like capitalizing wildly <laughs> off of this thing uh, I, I was like bro like like how much are these kids like m- Getting paid to fight, and he's like, he's like, What do you mean, dad? They fight for honor. For
5: honor. You can't put a price tag on no, honor. No, no, yeah. uh,
2: they also meet at the quote unquote Thunderdome. He organized a Thunder ring dome. of like watch out men who like circle around the the the, the dome, like uh, jungle he's like gym o-
6: thing.
3: 11,
2: yeah, and <laughs> He um uh yeah, so he would organize basically like Don King and um and these kids would go in and fight and to get in to watch you had to pay fifty cents. And he was he was like, Dad, he was like, I'm running two fights a day <laughs> Monday through Thursday, we take Friday off for respite and he said he said, f- "He said fifty, no, 50 cents to get in, yeah. dude. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, on average, I'm banking eight bucks a day. And I'm like, and I asked oh, him, I was man. like, I was like, son, like, what are you, what are you, what are you saving this money for, anyway? I respect the entrepreneurial spirit, but like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing this for? And he was like, I want a PS Five, and you won't buy me one. There <laughs> you yeah.
7: go, Sometimes I feel like I can't breathe When I wake up, I'm dreaming Of somewhere else to...
2: One of my yeah, son's yeah. best friends is Stone's dad. So, like, if any of you have ever had the pleasure of knowing Bernie, yeah, like, Bernie yeah. Stomberg is my hero. Yeah. And last year we were over uh, hanging out with Bernie and Loretta and sitting on the front porch of their house, like out in the country. And Bernie taught my son the word shitbird, which is yeah. a term of turning. I of just en-
5: called my cat shitbird. Yeah, today. dude. It's
2: yeah. a term of endearment. Yeah. And in the Stomberg family, that's like, like if Bernie loves you, you're a shitbird. Shit <laughs> if he doesn't like you, then you don't want to know what he calls you. Yeah. So, over the past year my every time my kid meets somebody he likes he goes the old man would say you're a quality shitbird yes <laughs> oh
4: i love this kid.
2: That's fantastic! I do.
0: I love
4: this kid as well, yeah. dude. Seriously, start a Twitter account. You're gonna be rolling. That's a it. great <laughs> idea.
0: <laughs> we're yeah. we're go- we we uh, thanks for letting us uh, uh, play music from the Goodbye Race. By the way, we didn't talk about all the members. Carl sings. Yes. Audie and uh, Kyle, a uh, uh, bass. Uh, Audie, Kyle on the uh, uh, the guitar, lead guitar. Uh, uh, r- yeah, rhythm? yeah. Um, yeah?
2: It, uh, more more yeah. more rhythm
0: guitar guys. Who's your other young guitarist?
2: Uh, our other young guitarist is is the shining star of Abingdon, Illinois. He knows. How to read? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, his name is name is Eddie Beal. Yes. And And uh, mm-hmm. Eddie Eddie's parents are um, are amazing friends of mine, um, who are just a, a little bit older than me. And, uh, and actually, I met Eddie when he was in fourth grade. He's and, a rock star. He's a rock star. Yeah. And his dad brought him in for a haircut. And uh, I was like, hey, man, what are you doing for you? Like, what, do I, what can I do for you? And he was like, I would like a side part pompadour with a duck's ass, please, sir. Thank you very much. And I look at his dad and I'm like, Who, where the hell did this kid come from? And he said, I don't know. My dad showed him Amer- American graffiti once, and this is what happened. And uh, n- now that fourth grader is a six foot three, uh, powerlifting, um, uh, nineteen year old, soon to be twenty year old. Is he and, Henry uh, Rollins? He is basically, dude. He was at the gym last night, like, and he was wearing his Henry Rollins, nice. uh, half man, half machine T shirt, yes. uh, while he was like squatting like eight hundred pounds. Yes. Like he, the kid is a freaking animal. He's got- and- Legs for days. He's got legs for days. Yeah. We, we for actually days. We actually joked about naming the next record, The Goodbye Race, Doesn't Skip Leg Day. Yeah. Be- nice. Because uh, Carl, Carl, Carl has, has excellent
3: thighs. Th- oh, dude. Not thighs. His uh, calves. Calves. He's got calves. the sexiest calves. calves
2: I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, uh, and, and, like, Audie's a distance runner. And, like, I mean, I'm the guy that, like, like I bench press a lot of weight for, like, a short guy. Um, but I'm not, you see, the, you see these gams, not attractive, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, we joked about calling it, it doesn't skip leg day uh, yeah. because of Eddie and Carl.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then our, our drummer is, uh, is, is Nick Isher. The of, wonderful of Nick do, Isher, yeah. Of WGIL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we um, fellow
0: broadcaster. Of fellow our, broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Um, and uh, that album can be found on all platforms. All streaming platforms. The latest platforms. is called what? What is the name of the, They'd it? They'd sell the sky if they could. Wonderful. I we love, talked about it. I
5: love the title of It's that. a great title. Yeah. It is so perfect because I feel like that is the world we are in.
6: Yeah. That's
5: it. Right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's almost disgusting that everything is for sale. Yeah. And I feel like you get on all these social media platforms, which... We're all on them. Like, mm-hmm. you almost have to yeah. be, right? <laughs> I mean, we have to be, you know, because you want to get the word out. You want people to to join what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, we're, like, all trying to sell ourselves to each other. And it's just, it's too much.
0: The pitcher's mound is for sale now mm-hmm. in baseball. You watch baseball games and they've got yeah. a... <laughs> pitcher's mound? <laughs> yeah. There's a Chevy logo or oh, uh, a oh, Geico right, logo right, right. in the pitcher's mound. Well, that's mound, okay.
4: always been the case, like, behind the catcher. You know, those <clears throat> rotating...
0: Durables. Right, right. No, it's literally on the pitcher's mound now, <sighs> in the dirt. Yes. Dude, yeah, dude. Exactly. It's like so
2: so much of what we like try to do. Like when we did our record release show, you know, it was a it was a a, a free show yes. yeah. at a venue that was 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 organically you know uh, grown uh, developed and grown um, by my my friend Blake Benedict. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and you know we had great cooperation with with you know Nora Sound. Say who, the name of his venue, by who, the way. Um, uh, reserve Artisan and Ales. Yes, um, yes. Um, Slash the Vault and um and you know great cooperation from from our friend Greg Norris and and uh yeah what a
0: stage that night you know mm-hmm. and yeah. and
2: and did and did that did that because um because we we collectively looked at that night as as um, a celebration of community, and mm-hmm. you know it, it was a, a, a free show, uh, giving that that venue and sharing that with a lot of our friends that um, produce like certain kind of like artisan you know kinds of crafts and and, and services. And brought um, other bands with. It, it brought too. brought yeah. brought other other bands with, and because you know the idea that everything is for sale, and and although you know there is a um um it. it, it it's there's an expense involved in in making these things happen sure. but like coming from a family of of artists um as well we believe that art you know doesn't always necessarily have to be free but should be accessible to all people mm. regardless of yeah. your you know socioeconomic standing yeah. and um and it's important to us to to, uh, to, to, to share what we have, especially because it's, you know, material that's, um, that's influenced um, and inspired by like, the people and things around us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that record cover has my dogs, um, Sabrina and Archie. And yes. it was a picture taken at the spillway, which is where I always take my dogs to run. Yeah. You know, because um, mm-hmm. So
5: many people know that spot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah.
2: Even, even that is just like, you know, it's mm-hmm. a celebration of, of community and a, a, a gathering place for, for, for people. Before, so, but I'm sorry, go ahead.
5: I was just going to say, where can we see you next? Like, is there an opportunity to come out anytime soon? Is there a
2: summer full of Goodbye Race shows? Man. A um, few coming up Anyway, We've actually been discussing that. We've played probably two dozen shows in the last six months or so. That's yeah. pretty great. Uh, we've been, been been very active. Um, yeah. For the for the summertime, due to, like, schedule, um, you know, I'll have my my kids a lot over the summer and uh, some various, you know, vacations and whatnot. Um, I think this summer is going to be pretty, uh, pretty, uh-huh. pretty, pretty calm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're working on uh, booking a uh, small kind of Galesburg festival in September cool. nice. Um, nice. at yeah. at the at at the venue. Yeah. Um, and the our, vault. at the vault. Okay. So, um, so we've been been working with uh, the the management there, um, trying to to find some dates and uh, and do another celebration of of all things Galesburg. If yeah, you're not exactly.
4: familiar with the vault, it's on the corner of Tompkins, Tompkins, and Kellogg. And Kellogg, yes, absolutely right. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, you're get always get on busy. your mic you or there, else. Ted. Ted. Yeah, yeah, Look at me,
5: I'm right on my mic. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah she so is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, before we do the thing. Oh, about about the thing, the thing. The yeah, thing about do the, the thing. thing, I just want to say, uh, 2016, I got invited to go on a the Quad City Honor Flight. If you don't know what the Honor Flight is. Um, You've I've, been on an Honor Flight? I've been on two. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so um, uh, veterans from all wars yeah. um, are invited to to go on and go see the monuments in Washington, D.C. Spend a day doing that. With fellow, about 90 other uh, veterans. And it is just a,
4: a big day. It's a literal day. Back. It's
0: a 16, 17-hour day. Yeah. Yep, yep. You leave uh, the Quad Cities at about 5 a.m. Um, and you get back home about 10.30 at night, back to the Quad Cities. Go out to Washington, D.C. Um, they get to see the monuments. There's closure. There's tears. There's stories. Um, but Kyle You were on that flight In 2016 As a guardian I was I just wondered What you're. And by the way Picture right there You were there that day I was there that yes, day Yes you were Whoa. Your you're guy in is the there. room yeah. Yep um, So 2016 I know it because Of the cup flag right there Yep <laughs> The Cardinal <laughs> oh, yeah, fans yeah. Did not like that They, they did, did not one bit the Cardinals. Uh, Not one bit <laughs> They did not like it What is your military connection And why did you say I'm gonna be, go be a guardian I'm gonna Okay I'm
2: gonna, so um, So some friends and I um, Have Have uh, operated a um, a support group if you if you will um, to benefit the honor flight of the quad cities and yeah. I've been working with the honor flight in in some some form for the past nine years yeah and cutting hair and helping uh, with c- their cutting events. hair yep yeah. yep we uh, we had 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 started an, an organization um, um, uh, that was based around my my friend's well, it was it was over James Pearl's beard Yeah, and yeah. Uh, one of our lifelong friends Calvin Pearl. Yeah, So it started over them selling selling t-shirts out of the back of their their trucks um uh, they're uh, both union pipe fitters and were selling t-shirts um out of the back of uh, back of their trucks at, at job sites um, because someone had decided that James would shave his big beard off for $1,200. Yeah. Shave and for so that was the, yeah. the origin of shave for the brave. So, yeah. um, so I was one of the first like four people in, in, involved in that. And, and, um, and still to this day, I'm one of the last. Even though technically we operate under, uh, now we operate directly under under Honor Flight. Yeah, and, um, and to
0: cut hair for the day of the events, you're yeah. usually there with um, maybe someone else. That, yeah. that's yeah. me. That's yep.
2: me. I'm the guy from 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 year one. I think there's only only one time that I had to sit something out because I was on a vacation with my kids. Um. So uh, yeah. So so that 2016, um, I had the uh, my my late friend. Uh, Jim Nelson um, had uh, his mother had gotten sick and she had already paid and at this point I had been working with honor flight for a couple of years yeah. and she asked me she was like, honey, would you take my my seat so um, so I very humbly I- I- accepted that invitation and had uh, a really wonderful day um, And the military connection um, is I myself uh, you know was raised to never take a job that makes you buy new clothes. Um, thanks to my my grandpa and making me read uh, civil disobedience um, also with Walden you know, that Henry David Thoreau stuff. So, so military would never would have been a good fit for me. I don't do well with authority. (laughs) Um, but our, our dad's dad, um, was, uh, was United States Marine Corps. He was a combat vet, World War II and Korea. Um, he then turned around and was a state police officer for 35 years and Mm. was a notorious asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but, but I
5: mean, I think you have to be, you you, you have to be, but,
2: but he was our grandpa and, 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 and I loved him very much. Um, but i always thought that it was kind of a um uh kind of a sad thing that that he spent you know he watched all of his friends get killed twice basically mm. and 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 suffered wow. what they then referred to as shell shock um which now you know we identify as ptsd, PTSD. yeah and uh, so he spent his entire life um dealing with the aftermath of 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 that so um, it became um, a great opportunity to help guys that I thought were like him. Mm. That and 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 you know, being in my late 30s, and a lot of my friends that joined the military, um, you know, after high school, you know, served during you know a very sure tumultuous you saw some of them time. Too. And we we did absolutely. Yeah. And and one of my best friends, Boomer Patch, um, uh, you know, was was you know, horribly affected by that experience. And and I had a good friend from growing up that didn't make it home. So, um, an opportunity to help some of those people, um, even though, you know, I'm the guy that's like, you know, beware the military industrial complex, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just, just have like such like a amount of like respect for people who like, who humbly serve in any capacity. I get it because there
4: are people of all types, you know, you can't stereotype it. Corey, my brother was a Marine and, um, through that, my brother Ty was uh in the army it was um you know it's something that you look at, and you're like that was not for me, yep, but I will bend over backwards to make sure that he's okay exactly yeah, you know? dude exactly
2: yeah. and 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 just you know like as a result of that, you know it's like it's like you know. A couple times a year, I can help do these things right. yeah. that give these guys like an opportunity. Men and women, you know. You were a guardian for a pretty amazing guy. I don't know who he oh is. Oh my gosh, I had I had two 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 guys with me. Two guys, um, uh, both of whom um, were were active uh, during Korea. Yeah. Um, one of those gentlemen who was just absolutely. I mean, both of them were remarkable, but one in particular was actually like on the ground in South Korea and like when they would funnel in, like under the tunnel into Mm. North Korea. And, uh, it was really, really like, um, I like cried a little bit, um, as we were walking through the, the Korean war monument and it was like October and it was rainy Mm. and it was like 50 degrees. And this guy told me, his name was John. He was from rock Island. And John said, he said, this is kind of poetic. He said, because when I was in Korea it was 45 degrees and raining, and wow. at night we would get so cold, and people would get frostbite. Then it would warm up in the day, and we were soaked. You couldn't stay dry, you couldn't stay warm, and people were getting sick. Yeah, and it was just. I remember. Oof. I remember uh, you were a guardian for one veteran. He actually
0: stopped by and talked to him, and I had a bit of a moment. He told me a story. I just, I just wanted a moment. He gave me a story of yeah. I, I don't want to go into it cuz it'll it'll take forever and we get, we got to wrap up real soon but uh it it was amazing and that's why I remembered you that day uh Dude. being there with him and so I, cool. Yeah, yeah and
2: and and also like one of those things that that is like an important part of my um my my personal life is um um I've been an actor mem- an active member of our local Masonic lodge. I'm a, a a freemason and um and which is you know considered to be like like the the largest, like they call it, like a post-collegiate fraternity, um, and you know, modern Freemasonry has existed for 300 years, and um, but it's, it's it's something that's has been a very like important part of my 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 adult life, you know, um, you know. Uh, Isn't someone
4: gonna like sweep in through the window now? No. and like, well, I I mean, you well, first that? we, we do know. I
2: mean, no I do know reasons. who actually killed JFK, oh, but like, right. but. but, but 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 there were on that on that trip I I, I made sure that I wore a, a hat with a masonic emblem on it um, that that's very recognizable to 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 members of the fraternity. Did it create and conversation? To create conversation, it, absolutely. And because we were dealing with um, a, working with a population that was that that was aging and sometimes mm. the physical effects of that, yeah. um, there's a great deal of pride uh, amongst people. Um, uh, who were in the military right yeah. and and in, in hopes that that would be a way to break down a barrier so if somebody you know a, a a brother right a fraternal brother you know um needed extra help with something they needed some uh uh needed food or needed some extra accommodation that they knew that they could come to me as an equal mm-hmm. uh, and 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 ask for that and that was actually beneficial.
4: like Because you, you and I don't mean this in any sort of way, but like someone may look at you and go, that's just a tattooed freak. For you sure. You know, but like, let's, let's break down this first wall yeah. with this thing and you're going to see the color of my character. Yep.
3: That's
2: you know? it. And, and it's, and that's, that's exactly yeah. it. That's awesome. That's pretty great. I'm a Shriner too. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Muhammad, Sh- Ma- Muhammad shreiner. I do not. I do actually. I have a I have a 70s Vespa. Oh uh, But okay. I don't. I don't. So I don't. don't. So you're play.
4: also you're also a hipster. Uh, <laughs> I want a 70s Vespa. I Dude, I have too. a
2: 79. That's it's, awesome. It's a, it's a P200E, so it's like a 200cc like Italian scooter. So it's baby great. blue. It's I badass. I ride
5: that over to Audie's house and go on the tour. Yeah. Oh. Yes, oh. Wait a minute. I just made the got okay. it back. I yes. just got it back. It was it was yep. It was missing.
2: It was missing an action. It has been. Return to its rightful home. Oh, Baby Blue is home. <laughs> okay, we do, never do the
4: thing about a thing. The, the
2: thing, thing about of, a thing. The thing, of the thing. We yeah. kind of go around the horn and say
0: and, and let people know something we've watched, we've heard, we've seen, um, Red, that we've enjoyed that yeah. you want someone else to enjoy. And yeah. and, and Mandy's already got hers, I can tell. So we're going to yeah. start with Mandy yeah. today.
5: Well, I have two things, yeah. and I know that's not the rules, and I don't care. <laughs> um, the first thing is that because you mentioned Steinbeck, yeah. So, I don't know if you guys have seen this circulating around the interwebs. It is a letter that Steinbeck wrote to Marilyn Monroe asking her to sign um, an autographed photo for his nephew. Mm. Have you seen this? No. no. Mm. It is delightful. I have it on my phone, and I will share it with all of you. It is delightful, and you're going to love it. Okay, so that's the first thing. The thing that I'm reading right now is um, Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Um ah. It's an autobiography. My husband actually read it first. And as you guys know, when you're with somebody, you can make them do things like, hey, I'm reading this, and then you're going to read it so we can talk about it, right? Because that's that's marriage. Yep. Um, And this I was actually looking forward to. Not always is that the case, but I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So um, I've kind of broken it up into some reading and then some... um, Audible because he is narrating, mm. which is Ooh. very cool. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And I, you get the backstory on where that came from. <laughs> um, Did you
0: just do that on the? I'm cutting that shit out. Why?
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my salad. best. Feature, it's mad. Ted, that's
2: the perfect time to say, "All right, all right, <laughs> all right, all
5: right." <laughs> yeah, he gives you the backstory and all of these things, and it's a very uh, non-traditional. It's not what you expect from him. Really? I mean, the takeaway for me from the get-go was like, did he come from an abusive home because it feels that way, but he doesn't feel that way? And then that made me ask the question, if we frame something a certain way for someone, is that the way it is in fact, or is it just solely how they experience it? Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and
0: then we'll all talk about it.
5: That's
4: pretty great. <laughs> okay. okay. Awesome. That okay. Awesome. This is a follow up podcast. All right.
3: Yes.
0: Adi, <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. S- something you've read, seen, or uh, loved that, that someone else should know about.
3: Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I did just watch a movie recently that, like, maybe, but I also have a movie that's my absolute favorite. So yeah. I'll probably have to do that one Do that though. one. Yeah. yeah. Do that one. Um, maybe I, I'll, I'll do a little two too for a little bit. Here, I'll do a nod for the first one. I just watched a movie called Lady Chatterley's Lover on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's based off of a book. I read the book. And that movie, albeit maybe a little um, on the soft porn side, um, <laughs> That's why I read the <laughs> book. <laughs> which,
6: a uh, forewarning, there, there
3: are boobs and um, full frontal male nudity. Um, period piece? But it <laughs> no, is. No yeah. period It is. I hope,
2: I, hope, <laughs> I hope this takes place in the 70s. Uh,
3: it doesn't. It takes place um, in like late the 20s? Oh, okay. So it's a Victorian
2: 1920s. bush. Okay. Look, <laughs> uh, did I just, say, the, the do I just say that out loud? Those yes. are
3: the yes. classiest. Kind. Listen, yeah. while partially soft core porn, it was also <laughs> had a very good story, and I liked it a lot. Who, but who
5: is the uh, lead actor in that? Do I you know? I didn't know no anyone. Had. No. Oh, no? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: When your nephew discovered Red Shoe Diaries on the Showtime app, that's what he was telling me, too. He was like, Dad, there's like, yeah, sure, it's softcore porn, but, but like, there's it's also- It's got a good story, it's got, There's too. a good storyline. But that's so not
0: like, your all-time favorite movie. No, 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 no.
2: Which is what?
3: Uh, my absolute all-time favorite movie is Moonrise Kingdom. It's a uh, Wes Anderson Wes film. Wes Anderson,
0: yes. And I don't
4: think I've ever seen
6: it. Uh,
3: I love it. I also have a tattoo. I have the brooch that Sam wears- Tattooed on my shoulder where he yes, wears it. Yes, yes. Um, it's my absolute all-time favorite movie because Moonrise it's so Kingdom is, is the uh,
0: the kids that run away uh-huh. and go camping. Yeah, yeah yes. these two kids. Yes, yes.
3: These two kids that have shit lives. Yes, right. This one kid, Sam, he is um, a foster kid and yeah. he's been through foster care and he's had it really rough. Yeah. Though Wes Anderson plays it very like, oh yeah, he had a he's had a rough childhood. Yeah, yeah. And um, the girl. Um, she is like the older sister, but she's like a problem child, right? She, she's mad all the time, and she's mad at herself all the time. Frances
0: McDormand, mom, right? In no, that? the no.
3: but the the kid, the, uh, Susie.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Frances oh, oh, McDormand's right, her mom, right? right, right? right, right it, yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Um. So these two kids meet at like this church play where she's playing this bird right That's right. and he like looks at her in a way and I just I like making these connections with people which is why I love this movie so much he like looks at her and he's like what kind of bird are you right and she's like well I'm a raven and they have this moment where they just look at each other and they understand each other
0: yeah <laughs> and
3: that's he's so, not even
0: supposed to be in that room he's not even this, supposed yeah, to be yeah, in there and, yeah. and,
3: and like the director comes in and she's like what are you doing here get out of here go back to your seat right and, it is uh, delightful
4: you guys is, it is, absolutely, wait I'm gonna have a Siri moment and I'm gonna do- yeah.
0: Uh, Julie, uh, help me remember to watch. Also, what was Moonrise, the name
3: of it? I will remind you, Moonrise
0: Kingdom. Moonrise also, yes. Royal Tenenbaums well, and Rocket. Tell me, um, uh, Rocket. Tell me uh, Owen Wilson, Bottle mm, Rocket, Bottle Rocket. Yeah, we just we just did, we just did yeah.
2: a, a new a goodbye race. Just did a new T-shirt design with a still from Rushmore. Yes, from Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Rushmore too. Yep, yep. But it's, it's
3: such a wholesome movie, and it just it reminds you that like, wow, shit really fucking sucks sometimes. Um, you can like find your person, and uh, it does feel great. That
0: I love maybe. how love you balance
5: real. like the soft core porn, and then the- <laughs> exactly, yeah. and and that, exactly, that yeah. is just that's what you yeah. do, girl. You just no. yeah. they're both it about out. love. Just you know, nice one version
2: cheaper. is children,
3: yeah. and the other version are grown adults, right? You
2: know? Mandy, yeah. welcome to the dichotomy of all of the row editors.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm, I'm it very so diverse. Hard. Yeah, so mine, I real, quick. I just watched it. Is and and two addicts will enjoy this or appreciate it. John Mulaney. Is a, a stand-up comedian um, and spent the last two years in hell trying to kick cocaine mm. and wow. other it's forms of, of other forms of speed. And Woof. I think he's he's got like eighteen months sober. Just did his first stand-up uh, um, on Netflix, and it's about the intervention. Wow. And Whoa. he said he he lets the crowd know he goes. This was the most star-studded intervention. <laughs> He goes, I'm proud to say. He walked in, and it's like a who's who of comedy in there waiting for him. Wow. He goes, wow. but but one thing he says, he goes, but not a joke was told. None of them were funny at all. <laughs> and it made him so mad that none of them made a joke. But it's, well, not if you love John Mulaney, uh, and if uh, maybe that's something you went through, he doesn't make light of it, but it's, uh, it's a it's an, another view, another uh, uh, scope to look through of, of someone who's gone through that and come out wow. the other side and is, is still uh, great. So, yeah. John Mulaney nice. it's called uh, Baby J yeah it's pretty okay, great okay
5: we'll check that out
0: yeah
2: Kyle oh um so this is very shameful so I'll kind of give you a twofer yeah. um, so <laughs> my my favorite movie of, of, of all time I actually technically have two favorites that are number one can I one, name one of them but but You're Eric, Eric Hansen Eric Hansen could probably name both of them pop uh, up the volume is one <laughs> there we go there we go so, so yes. I have Christian this Slater. this great tattoo across my knuckles, and it is it is says "Talk Hard," yes. which is the uh, the uh, one of the main little mottos of uh, of Christian Slater in in said movie. And, uh, and don't
0: you think probably informed Ben Stomberg's career just, she, a, little just a little bit? Maybe just a little bit. It's all
2: right, though. Maybe just a little. It's all right. Um, you know, uh, I've heard him actually say, remember, kids, I can smell a lie like a fart in a car. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, But uh, on, on account of that, um, um, every year on my birthday, since I was probably 14 or 15, I either skip school or work, and I hang out in my underwear I mean, that's part of the ritual and watch pump up the volume with no one else around. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, so, so just like last month, I got to, got to do that. And, uh, and, and shamefully um, uh, one thing that I had never done was actually read the Lenny Bruce autobiography, how to talk dirty and influence people, Mm. which is Mm. referenced um, in the first like third of that film while he's at the school library and he's got his diet Coke in his, in his, uh, uh, Diet Wild Cherry Coke. Yeah. And um, his Black Jabber gum. And he's checking out that Lenny Bruce book. So um, I've actually, like, at night the last couple weeks have been like reading a few pages here and there from the Lenny Bruce autobiography That's uh, so great. which which, as a guy who like has an appreciation for like the, the fine provocateurs of, of entertainment Lenny Bruce was a really fascinating guy I mean, he used to get arrested for indecency every time he performed oh, yeah, and I then know. was ultimately like killed by the mob so Lenny um, Bruce you know. was
4: not afraid
2: no, Lenny, damn straight <laughs> thank you Michael Stipe thank you Michael Stipe for, 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 for normalizing that pop culture reference Pump up the volume, Christian Slater. Do you know it?
4: No, I, I do not. I've not seen it.
0: I yeah, know. well, it, he was the star in it. Yeah, it really um, came off Heather's and did uh, that right. Came or, off Heather's and did. Uh, I think yeah, no. yeah, Heathers, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude,
2: I have a Winona a Winona Forever tattoo <laughs> by the way, Ted. So and is it Samantha Mathis? Uh, Samantha Mathis, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. who's one Can we just talk about
5: Winona and Stranger Things, like? She just—I don't know. She's just timeless, and then we get to see her in this this completely different way. And she's like this mom. And we knew her when she was like young and sexy, but she still has this quality, and she's so freaking lovable. She's done it right. Yes, yeah. she really
2: has. Yeah. I mean, I'm at the time time of my life where I where I was like 22 and trying to like. Bed like older women. I'm at the age of the older women now, yes. so like, so like, I really appreciate how Winona has aged with me. Yes. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna say something that like is like probably inappropriate to say no. to one Row Wilder, but like super inappropriate, and it's all about tattoos. But I'm gonna need to see you naked. Kyle. Yeah, I do that. have a
2: tattoo. Yeah, that's okay. true. I,
4: I mean, just for the tattoos. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, th- yes, there there are a couple hidden ones. But uh, let, let's just say, eggs. let's just say, yeah, tainted love. Eggs.
7: That's not what they're called, by the way. They're not.
4: Oh, nobody says that. Oh, I uh, uh, there you go. There you go. Oh, you're talking about like, like hidden tattoos. Yeah. 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 I know what they're
5: fucking called, yeah. dude. <laughs> a married woman yeah,
2: son. Uh, <laughs> son <laughs>
5: oh, you can't surprise me
2: <laughs> I love you yeah man, Ted you I'll will. show you I'll show you my ass anytime
5: <laughs> perfect
2: Um, it's a
0: beautiful night we're not going to keep mm-hmm. you guys from it uh, Audie have a great walk home or Thank maybe you go to, uh, and, and are going to so let, let
4: me do my thing of the thing I'm just oh, so to to let of Ted do his uh, the thing uh, thought,
0: Ted didn't I make you kick it thing thing off what's your thing of the thing
4: okay I will be quick though I promise and then you guys can go home Um, so you guys have all been so deep and like meaningful and yeah, me especially. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to bring it back to like 12 year old Ted. Yeah. (laughs) No, not really. Um, so we sit around, um, in the evening times, just kind of trying to relax. And a lot of that involves screen time and TV time. And we're, we're trying to find this path with my daughter that we can enjoy something together on the TV. And it's hard because I do not like Boss Baby. Um, <laughs> but she does. And so we found this show. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or not, but it's called Animal Cribs. Mm. Mm-hmm. And no. it's this guy. It's on Animal Planet. I'm and intrigued this, already. It, well, yeah, yeah. like, have you seen like the like, uh, not baking with the stars, but like uh, bake championship or chop yeah, championship? Or
3: nailed it. Yeah,
4: and, and like the winner of that will get their own series. Well, this oh, is the okay. Animal Planet version, and this guy is a home renovator, remodeler. And uh, he wins this show and so he gets his own show and like he will go into a house and they'll be like, we have all of these pets and like... They're taking up this space and we're kind of outgrowing it or we're, we're a rescue for bunnies. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, in some cases it's like just out of control and he'll come in and he'll do these whacked out designs. Like really amazing. He did this reptile one where he took this people's entire basement and like put in a waterfall (gasps) and all these like rock structures. Yeah, I do. Um, You've seen it?
5: No, no, that's oh. what she needs in her basement. Oh, a yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, your bat needs something. Yeah,
0: so he, he yeah. creates a habitat for these people. He particular... creates habitat. So great. it's
4: not it's not like your HD TV where they come in and they're like, We put in a jacuzzi hot tub in your master suite. Yeah. It's more like we created this habitat for your animal and it's phenomenal. What
5: network are we on?
4: Animal Planet.
5: Okay. Yeah. Animal Planet. Cool.
4: And And it's something that when we can sit down, like, we're like, you know, uh, my daughter will say something, and I'll be like, Vito! And, like, my <laughs> wife will say something, and my daughter will be like, Vito! And we can say <laughs> Animal Cribs, and we're all like, yep, that's Doing the thing it. that we're watching yeah, tonight. And it's, like, if you want to put something on, it is totally cool to watch this, like, uninhabitable space turn into something cool for like the pets that these people have and it goes everywhere from like snakes to cats to rabbits to i've got a donkey in my backyard (laughs) yes i mean who doesn't have a donkey in their backyard you want
3: to you want to know what our family show was X Files. Nice. I love
2: that show. That's how
3: creepy we are. That should
2: are. be no surprise. <laughs> that's how no creepy surprise we there. Are. Anyway, should so, be no surprise. So,
3: so, yeah. Awesome. I
4: just, I, I would have let you uh, wrap it up. No, but like hard. I actually had a good one that I wanted to share this time. That's so wonderful. Yeah. I'm here. not going to watch it, but. You're not going to watch it? No. Cheers.
5: Why not? not?
4: What if I chance. bring you over to my house and I'm like, you're going to have to sit down and watch the show with me? He
5: doesn't sit down, period. Exactly.
4: No, that's yeah. sure he doesn't. Laura, Ro-
0: make him watch it. Thanks for being here today.
5: Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you guys it very so much. much. Right. Absolute,
0: yeah. absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> it was awesome.
5: Yeah. Anytime you want to come back to this super cool room, your safe space.
4: How cool is Eric's studio?
5: Well, when Kyle walked in, I had the pleasure of getting to be in here with him when he was just taking it in. Saw, the Tori
2: Amos, uh, at least it's really, really, that yeah. did it. Dude. <laughs> I'm glad. Dude, ever since Jawbox did that Cornflake Girl cover in like 91, like that's just like, <laughs> that, that's that's what like really sold it, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's beautiful. Awesome.
0: Nice. All right, uh, listen to Tori Amos and listen to the Goodbye Race. You can yes. find them all platforms. Uh, they'd Thank sell you. the sky if they could. Audie, Kyle, Nick, Carl, and Eddie. Eddie,
3: Eddie. Shredward.
6: <laughs>
1: Thanks to Kyle and Audie for stopping by for episode six of A Little Off Track. Find music from the Goodbye Race now, wherever you stream your music. Like our A Little Off Track logo? Josh Dixon hooked us up with his mad graphic design skills. Put him on your next project and see his work at joshuadixonart.com. Thanks to William Colvin at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg for mixing and mastering the show. If your band is ready to make an album, William is ready to make it sound amazing at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg. On behalf of our hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bivenour, and Mandy Balser, thanks for going a little off track.